Hey now, what's up everybody? This is Johnny Bean. Welcome. It's Saturday Night Live. Where we like to have our Facebook friends watch too. So we have to uh, we have to let them in. If I can find the... Uh, there we go. Alright, so you guys, make sure to smash that subscribe button. We're so close to 10,000 subscribers on the channel here. I would say within the next... Seriously, within the next couple of weeks, we'll probably hit the 10K. So tell your friends, smash that thumbs up, smash that subscribe, and hang out with us tonight. We'll be talking guitars and food, and we've got some friends tonight. So uh, it's going to be awesome. All right, this is Saturday night for, uh, what is this, May 27th, 2023. It's 11.08 p.m. Eastern, 8.08 Pacific. Here we uh, here we go. Hey, this is Michael Anthony right here, and you are watching Johnny Bean TV. Keep it there. Woo! Thank you, Michael Anthony. Hey, what's up? Look at this. <laughs> Thank you so much. This is the applause right here. Look at this. Look at that. What's up, you guys? Welcome. My name's Johnny Bean. This is Stratty Night Live. We hang out. We talk rock music, rock guitars. I think tonight we'll be talking food as well. Some of us haven't had dinner yet. No. So hungry. <laughs> Did you, Rich? Did you wait all day to eat? I didn't wait all day, but I I, I haven't had dinner. <laughs> oh, look at that! Yeah. Let's let's see that again. I think I think Robbie's going to be very excited. Nice. Oh my! Oh my gosh! Look this at thing that! Was, this thing was like ten dollars for like a seven-inch sandwich. Oh my you know, goodness! I do have one thing here with me. Huh? I do let's... have one thing here with me. Oh! Oh! oh. Pop tarts. What flavor is that? Chocolate. Oh, chocolate. Right on. Dudes. I'm so excited <laughs> to meet Robbie. Robbie, what's up? It's nice to meet you. Yeah, man. Here, you guys can sit together. There we go. <laughs> yeah, I like no. that better. There we go. Yeah, Robbie, you kill me you you kill me with um I'm so excited to be on the show with you. Oh man, it's just... I appreciate it. My my frid, my sub is in the fridge. Johnny's cool too, but <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you. Ned, I need a Ned shirt and a Zora shirt. <laughs> yeah, we have to make Ooh. Zora shirts. Very good. Yeah, the Ned shirts are down below in the uh, the, the 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 shop uh, portion of the the YouTube channel. It's nice um, to meet you too, Ron. Nice yeah, too. look at this. Ron Gunner, this is our, this is all our first time meeting Ron. Yeah, 
And Robbie and I got a preview of a lot of Ron's guitars. And But watching you guys like I have, it's like I've known you for a long time. You just didn't know me. Mm-hmm. Actually, how long have you been watching this? Because I kind of, I started asking you that earlier in the green room, but. Uh, you about a year, Dane about two and a half years. Okay, cool. Dane Zimmerman of Zim's Guitars. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys, Dane, uh, you can catch Dane here on Tuesdays as we talk Van Halen. Oh, you ate one Tuesdays right here. Everything Van Halen. Uh, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific. So, uh, yeah, let's let's actually let's start the show. Let's say hello to the top tier of channel members. If I can find the card, I've got so many, so many cards here. The executive producers of Johnny Bean TV are currently CC, Stephen Franklin, Michael Smith, Music Therapy, Laz, Sherman Callahan, 40 Grit, John Moronic, Majestic PB and J Cat, Guitar Man 45, Janice Lala, the intern, R Habs, Warlag, Patty Dill, and Fairfield Guitar Co. That's Lewis. Channel membership. If you'd like to help sponsor the channel, sponsor these shows, channel membership is the best way to do that. And just click the uh, the join button. I think they actually moved it on us. I think it's it's more like uh, I don't know. It's somewhere on on the screen here on YouTube. It's not it's not below the 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 thumbs up button like it used to be. But smash that thumbs up. We're currently at five thumbs ups here. And uh, if you'd like to help support the channel in other ways, uh, super chats is the way you can do that. And they they change the color of my lights. If you look behind me here. Right here, this is this is called the guitar moir. These lights magically change with any super chats. So uh, if you'd like to help support the channel and have some fun in real time, that's a way you can uh, you can do that. There we go. Support the show. Uh, let's see what else. Facebook. We're live on Facebook. Uh, Johnny Bean TV. Where is that card? Oh, I've got a new card now. It's down. I've got some. Ron, now you know how how, uh, <laughs> how unorganized this show actually is. <laughs> it looks it looks professional from the outside, but from the inside, it's a total wreck. Uh, follow us on Facebook at Johnny Bean, and you'd like to help support the channel. Uh, Facebook stars is a way you can help support. And speaking of Facebook, we're also live in the exclusively Van Halen group at 62,000 members. We're live in the EVH Gear Fans Live group, EVH Gear Fans Live page, and the Johnny Bean TV, Johnny Bean TV group as well. And follow Johnny Bean everywhere. YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, uh, iHeartRadio, Spotify, TikTok, Tumblr, uh, Hive the restroom on there you know yeah the bathroom <laughs> follow me to the bathroom <laughs> that'd be some serious shit <laughs> oh no thank you for thank you for at least waiting uh seven minutes and a half yeah okay and now all the way from his brand new studio look at this robbie stingle yeah, hey. <laughs> Look at this. We can hear you, and you can hear Hello. us. Yep. Got the microphone going here in, uh, in the chat. It's hey, CC. Hey, Michael. How's it going out there? And uh, yeah, so 
I've got the interface. I've got sound quality now. So if we play uh, guess the guess the song on the drums, it's going to sound a lot better. The gong right sound on there. Yeah. Right on. Got it all going here, man. Nice. Very good. And dude, I like that T-shirt too, man. That's <laughs> very extra handsome with that shirt on, man. Yes, this is good. You know, you're a housekeeper. Every one of your guests. Huh? You ought to send one of those shirts to all your guests. You have one. That's actually a good idea, man. I, now, now that you mention that, Johnny wearing, spent enough on shipping. I'm wearing Johnny, a, I don't know how you can afford to ship everything. I, I'm I don't, wearing I, giveaways. It's expensive to ship. Trust me, I know. I yeah. Ask Robbie. He just shipped a guitar. Oh gosh. I, yeah. I did that. I buy, guitars, I buy yeah. guitars occasionally from Japan, and it's about 150 to get them shipped. So, wow. Yeah, I just shipped one this morning to Alaska. It's 164 dollars. 64? That's not bad, honestly. 100, I mean, 164. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's expensive. Had to I go, shipped, man. Got a good yeah, friend huh? up there. I shipped mm -hmm. one from Ohio to New York, and it cost me 96 bucks. Yeah. Wow. Wow. What was your, Ron, let's see your, what, you were going to show us your shirt? What? What is it? It's It's actually my son's band. They're called Faith and Failure. And this oh, is cool. uh, one of their songs. But they're on wow. YouTube, but the official Faith and Failure channel, I guess, or pay. But it's, it's official. the official Faith and Failure. Okay. Let's find they, them. I'll, I'll put the uh, link in the chat. Hey, Johnny. Won uh -huh. Some competition. And I can't think of the major label name that, that picked them. And uh, one of the guys from Slipknot did a uh, tweet about one of their songs. And they are very, uh, they're very Avenged Sevenfold type. Oh, nice. Right on. Here, here's their link in the chat. I just found them. There's their link in the chat right there. The official favorite. Very good. I'll follow them too. Thank you. I'm Very a huge, good. I'm a huge event sevenfold fan, so there they are. My, Check them well, out. Sinister Gates and Randy Rhodes are his two favorite guitar players. So, uh, but my son's the guitar player, and he's written every one of the songs, and he plays the piano too. Very good. Right on. And hey, what was that, Richard? Oh, I was saying that um, Sinister Gates has a website where he gives free guitar lessons. It's a very, very robust free guitar lesson platform that he's built for people that are aspiring guitarists. It's it's really amazing. And, and I mean, there's no pro guitarist that I can think of that set up such a, a, a good website for learning guitar, literally from beginner to advanced and everything in between. It's it's really incredible. You can't beat that. No. Oh, that's great. Right on. Oh, I was wow. going to say, Johnny, is is you can tell that Ron doesn't live in California because he has that beautiful playroom. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have those out here. Well, I, I, we vacation all the time in the Smoky Mountains, okay? Oh, man. And uh, used to have a cabin, don't have it no more. So when we got home one day, I said, you know what? I said, I'm going to make the basement at least my man cave part of it, a cabin. So I redid all the walls and <laughs> I made it into a, a cabin. It's even got the bear stuff. Oh, like, like you look at my bear. I bear. thought you actually were in a cabin earlier. 
No, it's yeah. actually the basement of our house. Bad. <laughs> I just redid it to a cabin. <laughs> <laughs> having that much space in any single room in our house. No, it would be incredible. I know. You could have two bands set up in there. <laughs> wow, very cool, man. Yeah. That's a nice. Well, yeah, I guess this, your ceiling kind of gives it away. Yeah. that's not really a cabin ceiling. That's that's like a yeah. Uh, yeah I'm like an office or something. I'm going to do that's all going to be painted black. Hmm. So, because I, oh, I don't like that Brady's nineteen seventy look. So, <laughs> <laughs> I keep waiting, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. <laughs> Man, this is I cool. May, I may say some stuff that won't. Yeah, that some of the younger people might not understand what I'm talking about. I don't. I don't know what you're saying right now. I, <laughs> Never watched. <laughs> I'm kidding. They were based in California. <laughs> Man, this is cool. So you guys, you guys, welcome. This is Friday night. Robbie's here. Brand new, brand new setup. That's that's incredible. Rich, you guys all know Richard Friend. You guys, you guys know him from the chat. He's got his own channel. Let me actually, let me find your channel, man. Let me see. You explain to them what you do because you, I'm a comic book artist. So I've worked, I worked for DC Comics, like Warner Brothers DC Comics, for um, about 17 years, maybe a little bit longer. And um, I worked on Batman and a bunch of stuff like that. And and um, I'm freelance now. But then I started, I started working. Um, for heavy metal like magazine initially but i did um like my my rock connection is i mean i've played guitar since i was 11 but um mm -hmm. i did a little bit of art for iron maiden i did a comic book short story for megadeth and then i i did i worked for joe satriani for the last year and a half so um I, on That's a right. comic book adaptation of his album crystal planet so those are like my that's that's the kind of weird crossover that i had which was very cool, to be honest. I mean, it was unexpected to ever be able to do music-related stuff with how, like, I'm, I mean, I'm just obsessed with guitar. I have been since I was a kid. Music is, like, everything to me, so. Mm-hmm. That's called the gas that's... syndrome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. Man, that that's rich. That's awesome, man. I mean, yeah. you, you really worked closely with with uh, with Satriani, and you were the one telling us about our friend Music Therapy Laz was getting those action figures and well, and was, stuff. And it was so weird watching the show, and I'm I'm watching you guys, and Laz is on the show, and I'm just kind of spacing out, doing what I normally do. I I, I like I said, I'm I'm a huge fan, and I've been following your channel for years, years and years, as you know, like a, around uh, a probably seven or eight years at least. And, I, you know, I'm playing guitar and I start staring at the screen and I'm like, Laz is wearing a fucking crystal planet. He's wearing a crystal planet hat. And I was like, <laughs> it was such a weird coincidence because I didn't even notice that he might. I might have seen him on the show multiple times and never even picked up on it. And I was like, wow, that's crazy because it's it's not the album. I mean, he's got literally the comic book beanie. I mean, it's the logo from the mm -hmm. comic, not, not the mm -hmm. album. So I, I was like, wow, okay, he's like a super nerd. And then come to find out he had the toy and everything based on like my design. What? You designed that? that? Well, I mean, really? I designed the costume that, that Joe was in. So yeah, it was nice. kind of neat. 
but I'm I'm here to talk about guitar, not comics. <laughs> <laughs> I would tell people if if you come up to me at Comic Con and want to talk about like Green Lantern, I like it's like my attention span will be really short. If you come up to me and want to talk about Les Pauls, you got my attention all day. <laughs> oh wow! You, you, do you ever come out to the Nam show? I've I used I used to go to the Nam in the eighties. So I went in oh, 80, dude. 87, 88, 89, and probably ninety were the four years that I went. Oh, dude, you were there during some of the Kramer years, man. Well, I told well, I told you my friend played guitar with Eddie on stage. My, the guitarist of my band was like fifteen, and they brought him up on stage to play with Ed. And it was a year before I met him, so I didn't I didn't see him play with Ed. But um, I mm-hmm. think in 80, 85 or eighty six, he played on stage with Eddie, and then they they made him a little miniature Kramer. I, I sent you the picture. I think it's like a Ripley. Uh, Robbie saw it too and was able to help. Um, sort of figure out what it is it's like a little bit of like a frankenstein not not frankenstein strat but um frankenstein guitar mm-hmm. for because he was a tiny mm-hmm. he was a tiny person he's like he's like five two or something so you know imagine him being 14 years old or something but he he was an incredible player but yeah we did we did see eddie play we saw eddie play in 87 or 88 and it was with it was him steve stevens billy sheehan um uh billy idol was singing it's like it's i think some of it's on youtube yes yeah that would have been uh it could have been 87 that's 87 that was 87 that was my first nam show wow that's cool it was really cool but i i I really want to go i mean i i'm gonna try to go next year i i you know um just this year the timing was off because of covid like ending and just you know what i mean like Mm-hmm. You had the mm-hmm. best footage of anyone. I told you that, but your 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 streaming was so clear. <laughs> Johnny laughs because he's got a secret. I, I Thank all. you. <laughs> <laughs> I laugh at everything. I'm I have nothing but secrets, man. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, seriously, okay. I I didn't I didn't plan on live streaming this year i did right. not because i knew that i i i'm like man the reception wouldn't be good at all whatever and i just did it it worked it was good oh it was your connection you was know. great it was so clear yeah but yeah if if you come down next year man it'd be great great to see great well oh, great I to see to it around. i would you totally know? cruise around with you guys for a while it'd be so fun right on I'm only I'm like 90 minutes from the convention center. I'm I'm down in San Diego. It's super close. Mm-hmm. Hey, Robbie, I have a question for you. <laughs> I do though. <laughs> I, so I know you worked for Kramer in the 80s. Now, were you just lucky enough where Kramer was like in your hometown, or did you relocate, or like what was like what was the situation that that you were able to do that? As I, I lived close by, it was probably about. I don't know, 15 miles away. And oh, see, now that's that's really lucky. I mean, kind of. Well, I had a friend that worked there, and you know, right. I I had to drive him to work, like right. every day. <laughs> and you know, Edward would come out to the car and tell me he wanted me to work there, and I'd tell him I don't want to work for four dollars an hour. Right. <laughs> Till in '84, I finally went and started working there. But. You know, to me, Edward was just a regular guy, you know, and I, that's the way I, that's why I talked to him. And I think that's he appreciated that. Yeah. He didn't like people like thinking he's like this great guy. He's just normal guy. And that's how he wanted to be looked at. So I think he had a lot of respect for somebody that wasn't all ooh, ah, ah and stuff. 
What, what, what city was Kramer in? I don't even know where it is. It's in Neptune. It, it was in Neptune, New Jersey. Oh, interesting. Okay. I yeah, it was that. at uh, 1111 Green Grove Drive. What's there now? <laughs> the building is still there. It's just oh, kind of empty. Yeah. Now, were you originally from Jersey or are you originally from Oklahoma? Oh, no, no. I mean, I was born in Michigan and uh, then my parents moved to Washington State and then they went down to Monterey. They actually had a house built on Monterey, like, you know, where that golf course is now. <laughs> and um, then they moved to New Jersey and I was in the hospital a lot. I had really bad asthma and... Uh, and finally, I got out of the hospital, and I pretty much went to grade school and high school in in New Jersey. Mm -hmm. You know, and uh, I lived there till I was thirty three. You know, and my parents both passed, and I, my uncle and aunt came out to help us in Jersey, and I just thought these are these are such resilient people, and and I, I just yeah, so I decided to go out to Oklahoma after they died, and I've been here ever since. And that's where your aunt and uncle live? Uh, my uncle passed. My aunt, I'm kind of estranged from, so I don't know what's going on with that. Yeah. Hmm. What's that sound? Are those, are those like I don't, Ron, Ron looks froggy, man. Oh, oh you get ready? <laughs> He's hungry. <laughs> when it's yeah, time, I... let me know when it's time to start eating because I'll go to the fridge and get that. Oh, stuff. eat when, whenever. Actually, that sounds like a good poll. <laughs> My dinner's cooking right now, and I'm starting to feel really bad for Ron because I think he's hold you're holding your phone like this, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah, yeah. your your arm's gonna be killing you. Books. Stack it on a book and put a book behind it. So yeah. I'm gonna walk around with it, show some of these guitars. So you need to uh -oh. get one of these actually yeah. to put like a tripod or something. Yeah, that's that's a stand by U Green. If anybody's yeah. looking, U Green, they make nice little phone stands. Okay. Well, I'll have I'll have one for the next time. <laughs> right on. Let's see. Well, Ron wants to. He's getting froggy. He wants to run around and show guitars. <laughs> there we go. There's a poll in the chat. When should we eat? None of well, not Ron already had dinner. He's in Ohio. So, so I haven't had dinner yet. You could, I could probably hear. My dinner is actually being cooked right now. So we're going to have some food. Robbie has a, a couple sandwiches in the fridge. Rich has a sandwich right there. I so got Pop-Tarts. So. Ron has two Pop-Tarts, a chocolate. I know we saw a chocolate one. So there's a poll in the chat. When should we eat? You can either pick yes, no, soon, or yum. I'm curious, ask them how many people actually have sandwiches to join us. Oh, oh, maybe next time we, we should actually promote that. I, I mean, we kind of did, but not, not that the audience, you know. Numbers. Put the number, put the number in the chat. Do you have zero yeah. sandwiches? One, two, three. <laughs> okay. Type a number in the chat. Do you have a sandwich with you? Press one. If you haven't eaten yet, press zero. I don't know. You can always run and make one. Yeah. <laughs> Peanut butter and jelly is fast. <laughs> oh, that's good oh, man. I got Jersey Mike's, man. That's what I got. I know. 
Johnny bailed out on us. He he didn't want to do it. Well, he's not that animal style. He's doing animal style burgers. Yes, that's that that's that's my thing. And I don't know, Ron. You you probably don't have In and Out Burger out there, right? You ever right. you ever? You yeah, ever, I'm oh, sure. Yeah, when I was in California. I was there. Yeah. Okay, they have a secret menu item called a Flying Dutchman, and that's what I usually get. And that's basically just two beef patties, two slices of cheese, and that's it, just in a box by itself. Now, so nope. You know, there a lot of those restaurants have the secret menu. And right. My my buddy who is uh, thirty, I think he just turned thirty. He's six foot ten, four hundred and twenty pounds. And we went to Wendy's, and I said, "You guys have the T Rex burger." And the girl looked at me and said, "Oh my God, we were just talking about that." I said, "Well, he wants one. It's ten patties." Oh my goodness! Oh man! He ate that burger, large fries, a large chili, two large drinks, and then finished off another burger from another guy that was sitting there with us. Couldn't finish it. (laughs) They're gonna say he finished the guy too. Oh my god! One, it's called the T Rex Burger at Wendy's. Dang! Do they give it to you for free if you eat it, like in a certain amount of time, or do you always have to pay for it? No, no, no. Those mom and pop places they do that. Yeah, yeah. I've been to West Texas Steakhouse with him, and he ate a. You know, uh, started out. Lady said, "Can I have your order?" He goes, "Well, you got you got what I want, but you don't have what I want." She said, "What are you talking about?" He said, well, the biggest steak you have here is 20 ounce. I want 30. And he was joking. She cut, well, she left. Come back. Because all the, the butchers back here, he, he cut. So he cut him at 31. He ate it. The next time he went, he ate a 40 ounce one. Then he ate a 50 ounce. His goal was to get to 96 ounce like John Candy on uh, the great outdoors. Oh, my gosh. And he ate it. I mean, he, uh, you know, and he doesn't, he's. He looks like he could be a, a WWE wrestler. That's what he looks like. Wow. A lot of those competitive eaters are little guys. Like some yeah. of them that they can eat like a ton are pretty small. There, there's a guy that lives. I be, He lives just north of me in San Jose. You yeah. probably know. I can't think of his name, but he's the guy. He he's Does a, he got like long black hair? The yes. Guy? That yeah, guy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he, he lives is. He lives near me. Yeah. That guy. Yeah. I follow Dude. his YouTube channel. Yeah. I do too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I play I, i'm not even kidding johnny sometimes at night i'll play guitar and i watch people eat like you know 50 tacos <laughs> like, yeah I, i'm sitting there like practicing scale <laughs> like that. dude we we gotta hang out man next what next nam show we'll, yeah. we'll be hanging out i'm, I'm uh, like doing I'm, that man dude, i want to go I, what i'd like to do is i'd like to go up to nam um, and maybe like stay the night. So like go for like Saturday, spend the night and then hit it Sunday and like ha- maybe do half day on Sunday and then drive back home. Mm-hmm. Like that. The show starts on Friday, right? It's not, it's not, a, it's not four days anymore. Uh, this year coming up. I'm not sure. Usually it's. I think it used to be Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, like back. A right. While Might be Friday, Saturday, Sunday now. It's like Thursday is like preview night. And then Friday is the full show opens. And then Friday. Saturday. No, I think Wednesday was preview night. Oh, okay, so and then it started Thursday, Friday. Right. I I can't remember. Yeah, that know. makes sense. It's not just a retailer show anymore, right? Like like it's sort of no more. Yeah, because it used to be you had to have a um a retailer um whatever license or whatever to to get um 
Yeah, to know. Yeah, to know somebody back yeah, in the day. Yeah. 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 That is you? Bob. It is Matt. Matt Stoney. That is the guy we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking of. Yeah, Matt Stoney. He's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. I, I, yeah, I watch a lot of competitive eating stuff, and and I was watching weird. some today. I was watching a guy eat like um, I don't even know, like a hundred tacos, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I was a little jealous. I was a little jealous. <laughs> well, we're we're about to watch a guy eat two pop tarts and another guy eat a sandwich. So <laughs> another guy eat some animal. No, so eat them both at the same time. Like <laughs> a pop tart sandwich. Now, do yeah. you do you do? Are you going to have lettuce, tomato, and everything on your your burgers, Johnny? Cheese. I'm not sure. I don't know, but it's being served up now. So, now so. I, have a question. Well, I have a question for you, Johnny. Has your wife yes. ever been on camera ever on your show? I've never, ever seen her. You don't, No pressure, but yeah, she's never done it? No. Yeah, I didn't think so. No, doesn't want to be. No, no, it's fine. I was just curious. No. I, was, I was really sure. I was, yeah. I was like, I don't, I've never seen her. Nobody has. Yeah, that's no, good. Nobody has. Um, I don't. I don't talk about like my wife and kid on YouTube or even on Facebook. I very, very, very rarely um, bring them into it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's um, you know eventually when we start doing the the twenty four hour vlog with the sleep streams, mm -hmm. then you guys will see her. <laughs> but uh... <laughs> <laughs> but uh, at this point, no. Basically, usually, well, you, you guys didn't even see that. But here we go. Here oh, we go. I, wow. Oh, look at this. I'm, I'm gonna I'm, go get. I'm gonna go get my sandwich, Johnny. Dang, I've got a. I've great. got a gourmet meal here. What I'll be back. The, what is the um? What's next to the corn? Or is that corn or mac and cheese? That's that's corn. Uh, and then what's what, the green? What's the green stuff? The green stuff is uh, what? What is it? Grilled green beans. Oh, okay. Uh oh, it's hard to see because of the um, you like your camera gets pixelated. It wants to like yeah. read it as a green screen. I know. It, oh, that looks really good. It's invisible, and then you got two two burgers here with cheese yeah. on them, and that's that's corn with like street corn seasoning. Right, looks good. So, good. so that's that's what I'm having, and here we'll do that. There we go. Robbie will be back. He's getting his um, Sammys. He, he's getting sandwich. his sandwich, so we're gonna have some food. So if you're, if you're watching this right now, if you're if you're viewing this, have uh, have a snack with us, or if you're watching this tomorrow on replay, have <laughs> breakfast, whatever. And that let's actually so good. <laughs> let's actually say hello to some people tonight. Um, yeah. Janice Lala is here. Says looks great. Thank you. We got Tim Thomas. Hey now, we got Holly Lewis. Yummy uh let's see we got not visible joey chestnut won nathan's contest okay yeah joey chestnut yeah i know a lot of these names a lot yeah. of these competitive eating guys yeah um johnny's wife needs to open a restaurant maybe <laughs> maybe at Holly's some point he's gonna go make a blt right now oh you cool restaurant all day every day yeah dan gorman is here BLT, Johnny Rock looks delicious. Delicious, thank you. Mike Olson, Tim Thomas, right on. Yeah, see, she's saying eat it now. So I'm. All right, let's take a bite. I'm Cheers. eating. This Cheers. Is fun. Yeah.
What kind of sandwich did you get, Rich? I went with the Italian the Italian sub. I wanted a classic. Oh wow. See look at that. Mine's steaming. Mm. Look at that. Steamy. Mine's cold. Oh, this is so good. <laughs> <laughs> you can heat those up, man. Yeah. yeah. I'm doing. Have a toaster now. The toaster, yeah. Jeff Davidson is here. So hungry. That was fun uh, trying to guess last night what Robbie was playing. I guessed it too. There were some good guesses. At times, oh. the drumbeat did sound like I want you to want me. And then at times, it was funny that people picked up on there was like there was one part that he would play that sounded a lot like a rap tune from like the 90s, like an LL Cool J song. And a couple people were guessing like rap songs. And it was funny that they were keying in on the beat because I was like, that sounds like a rap tune. Mm hmm. <laughs> it's sandwich Saturday. <laughs> yeah. So mm. hungry. Oh, it's so good. Oh, my gosh. So let's all talk I had, a little bit, all I had was like a little bit about the Van Halen documentary. The sure. first two parts. So sure. there was a few little tidbits in there that I didn't know. I thought it was really interesting that Ed, next door neighbor, was Lindsay Wagner. And she had a problem with the sound coming out of 5150. And then Ed eventually bought her house. I never heard that. That's wild. That's crazy. I mean, those aren't cheap homes. It's not like he, you know, he's not spending a couple hundred grand to get a house up there. He mm -hmm. must have dropped at least three to five mil to pick yeah. up her place. Bionic woman. Yeah. I mean, he and, and he bought her out, which to me sounds like he approached her and said, how much do you want yeah. for, you know, like for me to buy your place so that you don't have to listen to sound anymore? Hmm. But that, that's really interesting. Hey, I got one complaint about this pop art. When uh -oh. I was younger, they had more icing on them. Mm. Oh. Look at that. That's a chocolate? Yeah. You never used to be able to see the actual uh, cake part. It was all Now it's just one strip down the middle. Right. Oh. And they charge more for them. So. <laughs> now, do you think, does, does Ed still own the next door neighbor house? Uh, I, I have no idea. I mean, obviously it wouldn't be Ed, but like, I mean, did they tear her house down or just leave it vacant? It's so weird. You know what I mean? I think I, I remember something about, uh, doing some remodeling mm. back in the late nineties. Um, like they remodeled, uh, 5150, the studio, they rebuilt the whole thing. I think before they recorded uh, Carnal Knowledge, I think. Um, but then also at another point, I think in the mid-2000s somewhere, uh, there was like a mudslide. Oh, oh that, that was like, good, Robbie. That like really... Uh, let, oh, yeah, let's see that, Robbie. What what'd you, you get? Go. Oh, that looks good. I think Robbie and I have the same sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> This is a ham and provolone oh, okay. with extra lettuce and extra juice. They call it Robbie's way. Oh, <laughs> oh my oh, goodness. Yeah. Robbie's Look at that. Oh. <laughs> I feel left. 
<laughs> oh, well, you already had. What did you have? What What did you eat tonight? Uh, lasagna, actually. Mm. Wow. Oh, Love nice. Lasagna. Homemade. Yum. Nice. <laughs> I'd, I'd forgotten, too, that Ed had originally zoned 5150 as a racquetball court. I had heard that, but when they said in the documentary, I was like, that's right. I remember hearing that like way back then. That's pretty funny. I wonder if he ever got dinged for that later for like, like a uh, line. Cause I mean, at mm. some point, I mean, obviously the city would know, but in particular is uh, like in the two thousands. Well, like I said, I do remember, um, I think it was oh, the, the early nineties. They did, they did re they didn't there wasn't enough room for for drums mm. so i think that's one of the reasons why when they first their first record they did their 1984 i think um and then 5150 i think that's why they used the simmons electric drums because it was so compact oh, and right. small they, were, they didn't have a drum room they had to build like a drum room eventually right and so that that makes me wonder like if if they did buy out uh, the bionic woman's property uh-huh. If they had expanded, you know, to over there. Well, um, I mean, I if you're going to buy the house, why not do that if you needed the room? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it could have been storage for them or anything, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, some of the stuff yeah. was about Zappa was really interesting, too. I'd heard some of it, but there were little little bits and pieces of the Zappa story that I didn't really know. I never heard that Ed went over there. And then went back home, grabbed albums, and came back and actually sat with Frank and listened to like three three uh, albums worth. That was kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of that stuff I wasn't familiar with. Um, but I I, I am familiar with the the Dweezil Zappa. Yeah. Uh, single. Right. My, My mother mom. is a space cadet. Yeah, yeah, because I have that. I actually have that on 45, so I was familiar with that. Um, but, yeah, and Edward did play guitar on that. Mm-hmm. The very beginning slide part is him. And he talks I guess, about it with your cousin. <laughs> yeah. He talks about it to Jazz. Jazz Obrecht, yeah, my, yeah. my cousin. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, it's not too late to make a sandwich. Go grab some bread, throw a little something in the middle. <laughs> and it's a sandwich <laughs> I don't know I'm trying not to eat bread though anymore so is that no, technically no, have I given up sandwiches no I mean you're, you're doing good that looked great what you had you can always <laughs> uh, lettuce uh, make put the meat in between the lettuce yeah yeah well they call that protein style oh well out here but yeah man yeah that documentary that was only the first two parts, too. No, I know. There's like several more. And um, well, have you seen? Have you said that you had seen those parts? Have you seen parts three, four, five, and six? Hmm. No. No. Uh, the guy's name is Alan. He had sent me those like a month ago. Yeah. He wanted to get my input on them. Right. So, so I saw them, and I was pretty impressed. Yeah. Actually, for a fan made. Definitely. Well, you know this as as a, a cartoonist, you know, yeah. as a fan made thing. I mean, it was really, really professionally done. Oh, I mean, you're you're having to edit it all, the the narration, mm-hmm. um, 
you know, the timeline. It's a lot of work. I mean, just getting all the details down. The the US festivals the US festival stuff was quite interesting too. A lot of it, again, I had heard bits and pieces of, but um, I'd forgotten about the David Bowie, like the money, like where Van Halen had in their contract about the like they had to be the highest paid act or whatever mm-hmm. whatever it was. It was really interesting. I mean, that's pretty shrewd managing by and that was Noel. Noel wrote that in the contract. It would have been, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's brilliant. I mean, th- that's, you know, Noel kind of comes off like a little bit like he's sort of out there. Like if you have you have you read his book or listened to the audio book of it? He actually used to message me. Oh, did he? Years ago. Yeah. Yeah, he used to message me and he used to like include me in group messages all the time. So I would see a lot of stuff. Um, yeah. But I, I never actually really I, I never met him. Uh-huh. Like in person or anything, um, but uh, anyway, I mean, he was just a legendary manager. Yeah. I mean, with what he did before Van Halen, of course, with Van Halen, Crazy. you know, yeah, um, but yeah, 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 Johnny Rock, yeah. Yeah, episodes three and four and five are due to be released weekly from June seventh. So there we go. Yeah, I'm looking forward to them as well. And um, again, I was very impressed yeah, with uh, with what the guy was doing and and what what Alan what he's done and and um, and yeah, I'm gladly helping him uh, promote it and and it and got great it. views. Last time I looked, which was over a day ago, it had seventy two thousand views. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It could get up to a million views at some point. It's possible. It'll, it'll get a few hundred thousand views for sure. He did a, a fan. He did a documentary on Steve Vai that has like a million views. Oh, and is that he, his? He, that's his. Yeah. And he oh. actually got in touch with Steve Vai and, and uh, Steve Vai approved it. So... So he's done some legit stuff, you know. I already followed. His, I had followed his channel just for the content that he had before. Like I, I mean, I I've been following his channel for a couple of years. On Same here. I've been following him too, but I didn't know who he was. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Is he like an yeah. LA guy? Where does Where is he from? Uh, I think he's East Coast. Mm. I think, either Midwest or East Coast. I can't remember. I don't know. But Alan, if you're watching this, hey. <laughs> yeah, seriously, great call work, us. Alan. Alan, give give me a call if you're watching this. Grab a sandwich and come on live. <laughs> come on. Come on on. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Yeah, he he included Sorry, I'm talking and I'm chewing at the same time. He included so much information. In that first episode, like it was centered around 1984. Yeah. But he, I mean, if you saw it, yeah, he included so much stuff. It's almost overwhelming. And and I'm like, hey, if anybody, if you don't know who Van Halen is, if you watch this, you'll definitely be brought up to speed. Yeah. And and um, again, very well done. Yeah. Did you see it, Ron? Yes. Yep. Uh, like I said, Eddie's. Number three out of my top five, so just don't. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> are your top two uh, Robbie Stingle and, and Richard Friend? 
There wow. you go. <laughs> who who <laughs> that makes you number four? Who are your top two? Who are your top two? Uh, Randy Rhodes, George Lynch. Oh, okay. There you go. One of my friends growing up was a huge George Lynch guy, and he'd always try to convince me to get into George Lynch. And it was like, he'd be like, what about Mr. Scary? And I'm like, it's good, but I'm like, oh, I don't know, man. I'm not putting him, I can't put him in, like, my top five. <laughs> mm-hmm. I have a, did you ever meet, did you, any of you guys ever meet uh, 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 Lynch? I, oh, I, 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 I met uh, a local store where he came in to do like a little hour and a half long seminar type deal. And mm-hmm. he, he was extremely nice. Which cool. I, I've heard from other people that he's not, but, you know, everybody has yeah. bad. I don't know why there's a hole in my head, but yeah, <laughs> I, I, I have, uh, I've, I've got a selfie with him. Yeah, I'm using a green screen. That's why it's, it's yeah. so weird. But, but yeah. Yeah, I've got a selfie with him. Um, I met him at the NAMM show one year. Actually, a friend of mine, uh, uh, George Lynch kept his guitars at a friend of mine's house. Oh, wow. So he had met him, and he was telling me some stories. And, and, and actually, we were walking out of, of, a, of a show, and we just happened to see him standing there. So we went up to him, we were talking to him, and that's where I got that, that selfie. I saw Dawkin three times live. I saw them open for Triumph. I think I saw them open for Dio, and then I saw them at Monsters of Rock with Van Halen, Metallica, oh, yeah. Scorpions, uh, and Kingdom Come. So, oh, wait, no, was I? Yeah, I think Talkin was on that show. But I've seen mm-hmm. guys talk three times. They they were always really good live, but always an opener. You know, when I saw them, I I remember when Kingdom first came out in the eighties. Yeah. And they, uh, their first song was what, "Bring It On" or something like that. Get it, get it on, yeah. And and they're trying to say they they're not Zeppelin fans. They'd never listen to Zeppelin. It's right. like we're playing Cashmere with different words right now. So. Right. <laughs> that was like the thing back at that time. Like everybody was trying to sound like it was like they were trying to do like an updated like version of Zeppelin. Because even I mean I've been a huge Coverdale fan forever, but I mean definitely the White Snake album. Yeah, I mean they were they were trying to do like um like sexy sexy, you know, eighties like Zeppelin or something. The eighty the eighties yeah. great time for music and to be in your late teens and twenties. That was excellent. Mm-hmm. I, I was in Hawaii um on a band field trip and it would have been nineteen eighty five or eighty six and the video for Still of the Night hadn't came out yet. And so we're there and we're in our hotel room and we've got MTV on because once MTV came to exist, if you were a teenager, then it like never got turned off. You watched MTV all day, every day. And so we had it on our hotel room and the video comes on and I'm I'm watching. And you got turned on. Like like if you remember the video, okay, like I, I had heard about the band getting together um, and doing like a new album, and we we were already fans of White Snake, so we knew Slow and Easy and all this stuff off of Fight It In. And um, mm-hmm. I'm watching the video, and I'm going like, "Is that Vivian Campbell? Like, who is in the band?" I'm like, I'm seeing Rudy Sarzo, Adrian Vandenberg. It's got Tommy Aldridge on drums, and I'm like, "What? What is this?" I thought I literally thought I like had gone through like the Matrix or something because I'm in Hawaii, <laughs> I'm in a hotel room. 
and all of a sudden white snake is like a band of like all these musicians that i know oh because you had known the, the original because that yeah. my first my first introduction to white snake was that album the 87 album right so to me that was always white snake right. and it wasn't until you know a little while later i was really i was really into that that song uh fool for your loving that oh, was on yeah. it. I thought I thought it was a great song, and I realized there was an earlier version of that song. Right. So I went and I bought that record. I'm like, wait a minute, this is a totally different, yeah, totally so different band. Three you know? versions of yeah. Well, here there's I three versions. Again. Here I go again is an old song too. Yeah, yeah. and a lot of yeah. people realize that Tommy Aldridge was the drummer for what was it, Black Oak, Arkansas? Right. In the seventies. Yeah, we played with Sean Lane. I think Sean Lane was in the band when Tommy was in the band. So I used to see George Lynch at the factory at Kramer before anybody knew him. He used to run parts, you know, up to New York to 48th Street. He'd come back with next and say he he made them, but, you know, he didn't. He used to really get (laughs) coffee and stuff, you know, like that. And um, I have one of my good friends knows a guy that actually jams with him down in Texas. He's got a house down there. I That's cool. I never went there, but I saw some pictures. You mm-hmm. know, like he, he'll take these pictures and just hang hey, out. Hey, Laz. Laz, jump in here, man. Come on, Laz. <laughs> Come on, grab a sandwich. Make a sandwich and then get your butt on here. Or pop Yeah. <laughs> Actually, if anybody's in the chat, if you want to join us, grab some food, send me a message. <laughs> Let, Rob, I think we, <laughs> we can get 11 people in here. That your job would It'll be like the Brady Bunch. We can all, we can all yeah. Carvel and, the and Bean it. Bunch. The Bean Bunch. I mean, wait, wait, Charvel. <laughs> he he sold the rights to his name like way early. Yeah. So you know, and he really hmm. didn't have much to do with stuff. And he was a he was a sander and a painter. You know that that was his thing. He was a parts. He was a parts guy. He sold parts and stuff. And, uh, you know, when Grover Jackson sold him a, a milling machine, he, he needed tooling and he couldn't pay for the tooling. So Grover Jackson took the milling machine back mm. and wanted the rights to his name as well. You know, and I would, that was I would way early. Worked, you know, work there with those guys or even at Kramer at that time. I, I you know, that's that's. It's something that a lot of guitar players would dream of, and you got to do that, so you're good on you. That's really cool. I mean, I just look at it as, you know, I got to work there, and I learned a lot of stuff, especially from Edward, and I listened to what he said. The Kramer didn't want to listen to him, basically, you know, and uh, that's why he was telling me how to, you know, dress necks and stuff, because they wouldn't do it, because it wasn't a proper way, you know. So. That's crazy. Wow. You know, I I still do that. I, I built a guitar and le- took me three days to uh, to build this guitar, this latest one that I just shipped, and uh, it was a lot of work. But it's quality parts. It was able to do it because I mean, if I get frustrated or something, then I get pain and all that. You know, that's no good. That's why I always have to have really really good parts. You know, and they just happen to be like from. 79 to 85 ESP necks and you know bodies from ESP were all right out of 85 but the you know the uh the sports out of Connecticut made some good bodies too 
But that's the thing, like Schechter. Schechter was making bodies for anybody to play guitar. You know, and he was he was doing like custom bodies for people, and 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 Wayne Charvel sometimes would sand them and paint them. Mm. You know, and that was about it. And, have you no. have you ever played uh, Grover's new one, the the GJ two? No, I won't touch anything from Grover. That guy, <laughs> no. I'm sorry, but you know, he kind of he 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 kind of screwed over Ed one too many times, and you know, he's hmm. of course he's out of music now. He's totally it's all Fender now. Everything's owned by Fender, but uh, you know, even when he was still kind of in it you know it was all it's all profit you know you get he started getting them out of you know these weird foreign countries and stuff like and this one was made in this country and like uh what you know and like like people like they're they're like trying to take the the neck screws out and they can't get them out because they're (laughs) they're power drilled into the back of the neck right through the body and it's just well i can't get the neck down i'm like yeah well it's you should be able to put the screw freely through the hole in the in the in the body. It shouldn't be like threaded. It's like insane, and you know, of course, all their licensed stuff, licensed Floyd Rose stuff. And... Why What's that noise? Is that me? That's not me. Not me. It's not me. I Is thought I heard that? something. <laughs> yeah, I heard... I'm, I'm good. So the GJ2 is supposed to be a pretty decent guitar. You know, the GJ Grover Jackson 2, since he can't use his own name now. Oh, oh he's making his own stuff. Okay, well, GJ2. I don't know. I don't I don't trust him anymore than I do Fender, you know? <laughs> I mean, I, I don't trust Fender at all. Hey, Raymond. That's really Jack cool, Raymond. John Lord and Ian Pace are two rock and roll legends. Dang. That's cool, man. So, Robbie, what are your thoughts on Tonewood? Do you think, like... Um... <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> no, no, but, um, like, it, were any of Ed's guitars basswood or never? Do you think he ever had any basswood bodies besides the stuff that was made later? Yeah, later on, but at Kramer, no, it was all poplar. Do you think he really preferred? Did did he did he later on prefer bath basswood, or was that just more for the guitars that they were selling? I mean, it's hard to say. People are yeah. gonna argue that to death, but you know, all I know is the years I was there and when I would talk to them, and uh, it was all poplar, and they had to be 1982 bodies made at the Kramer factory. Yeah, and those are the only ones he'd play. Yeah. You know, and, uh, you know, people throw around stuff like basswood and stuff, but you're talking about way after he left. Because sure, sure. Kramer ended for Ed at 88. Yeah. You know, that's when um, he got screwed over so bad. And, uh, yeah, and that's how you get that's how you get that tone out of, the, out of the amplifiers of the day if you're going through two marshals. You know, the one thing that Ed didn't have – was a good capacitor. Everybody was wiring this stuff for treble bleed. Everybody. Nobody was taking a capacitor and going from hot to ground. And that that makes a tremendous 
difference. If he had been able to do that, if anybody would have said something to him, then he, he wouldn't have had to do half the stuff he had to do to try to warm his tone up. Yeah. Seemed so. like an ongoing theme with people around Ed trying to take advantage of his success. Um, the guitar, the guitar people, it's really a shame, but like, I mean, he was complaining about it in like 81, like way back. Like, cause he, he'd already felt like he got screwed over by what Charvel and, um, Jackson, right? Both of them kind of, it was Grover, man. Charvel, yeah. Charvel, you know, yeah. the only thing Charvel ever really had to do with Wayne was those bodies he made with Schechter, the one that the Frankenstrat was. Yeah. You know? And uh, after that, I mean, you're just really talking about Grover. And Edward went on that, that tour with the Bumblebee. Yeah. And uh, I'm not going to get into the what I – what I know about that is I don't want to start a big argument, but, uh, you know, while he was out on tour, Grover was painting up guitars, like really crappy. that looked like the, like the Bumblebee and selling them to whoever for like $6,000. And you know, Edward Dang. came back. Edward came down. Yeah. Just a body was six grand because he painted Bumblebee stripes on it and not very well either. I mean, there was no level sanding anything. It was just like a real crap job. And, you know, and, and Edward comes back to the tour. He goes to the bar and he some, some, sees some guy playing a Bumblebee guitar. And I mean, Edward, yeah. Edward was cool. He was a very cool cat. But if you crossed him, he was yeah. like a little chihuahua that wants to chew off your ankle, man. Yeah. And I'll tell you what. He saw that guy and he got he he laid into him. You know, and he did a thing when he would when he would yell at people. I'd see this at the factory sometimes, especially especially press people. <laughs> and uh, he would kind of jump up a little bit as he yelled because he was always shorter than everybody. So he was like jumping up and yelling, you know, like really fiercely. And, and that's what he was doing to this guy. And he finally, he, he finally got the guy to tell him that, you know, Grover Jackson sold him the body. So he got a big fight with Grover and Grover tells him, well, you don't have the right to paint. You don't have the rights to painting stripes on guitars, you know? And, and that was it for Ed, man. After that, mm. I mean, he, he would still act like everything's fine, but no, no, he, he really, uh, he really didn't like Grover at all. Man. But that, 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 um, striped paint job though, is a trademark of Edward Van Halen though now, right? Like it has been for a long time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I guess Fender had to pay him for that because they're doing it. Yeah. You know, uh -uh. technically anything that that's done outside of that is not, you know, they're not enforcing it, but there's a lot of people striping guitars out there. I think um, uh, two famous players, I think George Lynch striped one of his guitars. It's kind of like a tribute to Ed. And then Phil X has an SG that he painted, um, like the whatever. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. yeah. They're they're cool. I mean, like, it's a it's a neat, you know, like, kind of acknowledgement of Ed. I mean, everybody. Yeah. Knows. Yeah. I saw I, the, the, the George Lynch one. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I didn't see it in person, but I, I have a photo of it. Yeah. Uh, um, didn't uh, somebody bring in uh, Bumblebee to Dane's shop on one of those videos he did? It was actually Don Dawkins. That was oh, one right, of the, right. That was one of those ripoff bodies that, that Jackson was hawking, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. Exactly. Right. Look well, at the paint on that. The paint's horrible. It's like, yeah, man. That's one of them. Still hmm. around.
That's that's sad, actually. Everybody mm. wanted a piece of Ed all the freaking time, you know. And I didn't want nothing from him, you know. I, I just, like I said, to me, he was a regular guy, and uh, I think he respected that, you know, that I I didn't want anything from him, and I wasn't gonna like fawn all over him and stuff, you know. Yeah. But remember, back then he had a big following. If he went to concerts. Yeah. If he was doing concerts at stadiums or playing wherever, he had a big following. But it wasn't like, you know, world like super. Every if he he could walk down a street in like Red Bank, New Jersey, and nobody would bother him, right? He could walk around and he wasn't getting mobbed and stuff like that, you know. Sure, if you went to a concert with a bunch of people gathered that were fans of his in the band, then you'd mm -hmm. see that kind of thing. But outside of the real world, nah. You know, the, um, the guitar that Dweezil has is the Rasta, right? Is that the guitar that Dweezil has? I believe so. Yes. Yeah, because um, Johnny Rock said that um, Dweezil has a pointy Kramer with stripes that Ed gave him. Apparently, I'm thinking that's the Rasta. That's another one. He oh, has okay. he has the 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 um. Is it called the Rasta? Yeah, the Rasta that was the circles. Oh, okay, um, right. And then he has a red one. He has like a Kramer star or something right. that Edward. Oh, the, that that's the, uh, uh, the Voyager. Voyager is it? Yeah, that's the Voyager. Yeah. Mm -hmm. a, a real close friend of mine that I grew up with. We've been we've been buddies since third grade, second or third grade. We're both like super Van Halen fans. But I love to send him photos of Ed's guitars. We're just like one night he threw like some random part on it that you've never seen. I mean, we're all pretty hardcore Van Halen fans, so I don't think much would stump you. But you know, you know, when you do that, when you see that, like you'll see a photo and you'll go, what did he do? Like, I've never seen like these tuning pegs on this yeah. guitar or whatever. Or whatever. <laughs> just throw something random on for like one show. So it's so anything fun. different, anything yeah. different you see for the first time. It's like, it's like, whoa. Yeah, like what? I don't remember this. Like I don't remember that neck on that guitar or, or whatever. <laughs> He's he was such a as such an unusual guy. There's, I mean, I can't really think of any guitar like rock guitarist that tinkered with like his number one guitars so much. Is there anyone? Probably not. But he discovered I mean, a lot of stuff too. No, no, I, no. I'm not saying it as a negative. I'm saying it is like um uh like such a pioneer of of that meant like that thought process yeah well slash slash was pretty good in uh mm. using different capacitors uh putting blocks underneath the pickup yeah, that's how he kind of got his warm tone mm -hmm. and he's the one where i that's where i discovered the you know the uh 0 0.022 600 volt capacitor and you could depend if you go the ceramic, you could go with like the orange drop, and that works. You could get an alder body to sound decent that way. Wire to ground, nothing treble bleed's going to sound good, at least not through a non manipulated amp. Okay, hmm. and he he was doing that. And then you have the uh, Mojo Tone makes the vitamin T, and uh, that's the same value, but it's an oil oil and paper capacitor mm. so if you've got like uh 
you know, something like that alder, that, that helps a lot. If you got poplar, you don't want it to sound too warm, depending on the year it was made and the weight, that could be better with an orange drop. It depends. You got to be ready to solder, you know, see what, see which one you like. Those are the only capacitors I'll use. Wow. It, it was interesting too, seeing the guitars that Ed had before he had, we'll call it, I don't know if you want to call it a super strap, but like his, his like, like, cause I mean like the Les Paul is kind of trippy. And then he had the, um, uh, oh God, there was like a, did he have like a 335 or a 355 for a second? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just like, I mean, he definitely was going to like the pawn shops and like buying some pretty cool vintage, you know, like the time it wasn't as yeah. vintage, but you know, they weren't either. vintage then. They were just old guitars. <laughs> yeah, nobody wanted. Yeah, so kind of like what Kramers became in the nineties. Right. Nobody wanted Kramers in the nineties. If right. we were smart, we would have got, bought. That's how I got my Kramer Ripley for three hundred dollars back then. Right. Right. If we would have known better, we would have grabbed. I think Ron was the only guy that grabbed all that stuff, and he's got it in his cabin. In his cabin, <laughs> right? You want to show some guitars, Ron? Show yeah, some guitars. Well, I, I want to get some more, and I I mentioned that to my ass, <laughs> and I found one on Reverb I like. She just gave me that stare. Like, <laughs> 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 the time I said, yeah, but I can play one and put it down, play the next one, then next one. Next one. <laughs> She didn't find that quite as funny as I did, so. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's that's why I get all my guitars in the same color. So you, I can swap them out. You can't tell. That's a different one. You know. Well, like I said, I, yeah, I told her I want to go to Dane's shop because there's probably four or five I'd come home with. And she goes, well, then you don't need to go to Dane's shop. So. <laughs> but it, it's, it, I gotta, if I go there, it's, it's 2,000 miles from here right. to so dane dane if you can know. hear me right hopefully now, he makes it uh, worth my while if i do show up <laughs> the, the he, locker, he's, he's watching us he's in no, the no, that's what i was saying dane that the locker the locker video that you did was really really fun to watch and boy those amps that you got are very very cool very cool it's so neat to see see that stuff Mm-hmm. incredible yeah really cool it must have been very exciting to like initially start going through all this stuff and just kind of like going like, oh my god, like please, like have you know, just you know some, some grail thing in there, you know whatever it could be. Mm -hmm. I love everything guitar though. You know the thing is, I I like a friend of mine gave me like a, I think I have a PV Deuce or a Twin Reverb like in the garage. I've had it for. 25 years it weighs like literally like a thousand pounds it's the freaking heaviest stamp ever but i would never I, I would never want to get rid of it like every piece of music gear i have i love for its own thing you know everything's mm -hmm. got potential to make a sound and that sound could be useful for something that i create that's how i look at it you know yeah see ron that's what you tell them that's that's the excuse <laughs> We don't. They're we all, all know tone woods. We all know every guitar sounds identical, man. They're all. They're all There's they're, no difference. They're all my children. They're all my children. But they're all individuals. We lost your audio, Ron. What? Hello. We can see you, Ron, but we can't hear you. <laughs> yeah, we see. 
<laughs> Hello? <laughs> oh, she must have heard that part about the guitars. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh. You may have to sign out and then sign back in really quick. Can you you can know. still hear us, right? Can, can you still you hear me chewing? And I apologize if anybody hears me chewing. I saw Richard Poole took off, but yeah. We haven't eaten yet. Some people are very sensitive about even just seeing someone chew. So I know. I know. Okay, he'll be back. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> there's always there's always one unhappy customer. <laughs> At Dane's Guitars. <laughs> well, it's funny. I did. I, I sometimes will do videos on like like um, I wouldn't call them controversial topics, but you know what I mean. Something that you you kind of go into it like, and it could be even a mute like a music thing where you go like if you're talking about Tonewood, you you. But if you know your audience, you'll go like like this person, this person, this person. They're gonna they're not gonna like this topic. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I lost all sound. I had to leave. No, no about it. We keep shuffling, so now I'm in the bottom right. You, it's like this is like the cover of Kiss Alive Two. We each get our like square. <laughs> <laughs> right now, Johnny is or Van Halen one. I think top left. There is you go. Paul. I think Paul Stanley's top left. Gene is bottom right. Because no, but I think Gene is where Ron is, and then Ace Ace I think is where I am, and then Robbie might be Peter Chris. <laughs> The mm -hmm. Catman, yeah, Catman. He had that huge gong last yeah. night, Robbie. Robbie, well, I'm looking. Robbie's got the gong. It's perfect. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, you know what? And what's crazy is, look, I actually I have the Tobacco Burst Ace Fraley um, guitar. Oh, look at this that! Is this is a Greco though, but this is an '82 Greco with actually like it's got a belly cut. Oh, this is such a nice there you guitar. Go. Oh wow. Janice says Tonewood is a joke, Johnny. I know. I saw that. <laughs> I guess if you go through a modeling app, if you go through something that's computer uh, manipulated, then no, it doesn't matter what wood you're playing through. If you go through a two-amp... Ibanez right. fine fingers. Do you see those pickups? Oh, those yeah. Are... I remember those pickups with the butterfly on them. Yeah. Yep. Very, very cool guitar. Ooh. This one came from Japan. Domo Origato Guitar Roboto. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> uh -oh. Terrible joke. Yeah, I'm like I'm like a Japanese guitar guy. Mo I most of my guitars I bought from Japan. Oh, there you go. They make great stuff. They do. One of my main guitars is a made in Japan guitar. Actually, I watched that Foo Fighters um when they um introduced Josh Freeze as the new drummer and mm -hmm. um uh, Pat Smear was playing a Bernie um, white SG that's a vintage Japanese guitar. I thought that was pretty cool to see. Kind of hurts, though, because you don't want people to know that they're good. You know, you got a guy in the Foo Fighters repping Bernie guitars. All of a sudden, oh. the price is going to go. Oh, yeah. Well, you, you have that with Billy Joe, because Billy Joe Armstrong played like a weird kind of like a what was he? What did he used to play or what does he play? His original, yeah. We, I think he played like S. Paul or Les Paul Jr., right? Isn't that one of his guitars? I think uh, Les Paul Jr.'s. He actually, they actually have several uh, uh, shops out here. They actually have a restaurant. 
Yeah. There's a restaurant out here in Emeryville, California, that Green Day opened up. And then there's a guitar shop um, called uh, Broken Guitars, mm-hmm. which is owned by Green Day. And right. you can actually, if you're a big Green Day fan, you can actually go in there and buy uh, models of his guitars that are signed by by him. That's pretty cool. Um, but uh, a, a good friend of mine actually taught Billy Joe and Mike Durnt how to play. He was their guitar teacher, and he's the one that sold. I, I took I I got a lot of crap for this uh, several years ago. You know, it is the internet, right? I went ahead because see, to Green Day fans, that original guitar on that first Green Day record, well, the right. Dookie, you know, the the you know their original records were independent, right, you know, right, but, right. But but Dookie, uh, you know, you see Billy's guitar. It's the blue. It's a oh, Fernandez. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a Fernandez. It has all these stickers all over it. Yeah. Um, Green Day fan, you know, there's Green Day guitar fans that consider that like a Frankenstein type of guitar, the way we sure. consider Edward's guitar Frankenstein. Right. So they build a lot of replicas of that. So there's a whole community of Green Day fans that fight about, oh, it was blue. It was, you know, yeah. this right. pickup, whatever. And anyway, a, a good friend of mine is the one that sold that guitar to Billy's mom uh, back in the day. So, so he told me all about that guitar years ago. Right. So what I did was, this was, this was actually several years ago, I left a comment on one of these videos on YouTube where they're fighting about the guitar. Right. And I said, hey, a friend of mine, you know, sold his mom that guitar, this and that. No, I got nothing but hate comments. Oh. Nons. I had to, I, did I delete the comment eventually? It, the hate was so bad that I got oh. on me because um, nobody believed me. Right. This was really before I was doing like a lot of these shows now sure. where I sit here and I say all this stuff. And, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, but it was cool because eventually, this this is only a few months ago, some cha- some pretty big guitar channel talked about that guitar and I had made that left that same comment on there. And my buddy, who's the, the one that sold, that sold him the guitar, that taught them lessons, yeah. he commented on my comment saying, hey, Johnny, how you doing? Yeah, and then even the in the video itself, they named the guy's name and everything. So there's like proof right there that I I right. wasn't making that up. Yeah, right. That's um, cool. But anyway, yeah, I forgot what we were talking about. Yeah, but yeah, Green Day, uh, awesome. Like, like, how um like those off-brand guitars? All it takes is one famous guitarist to have it, and then the the jig is up, and they're going to be like very collectible. When when Edward used that that Spectrum Five Tysco Del Rey in the finish what you started video. Every Van Halen guy, they had to grab those, you know, yeah, they, they weren't course. super cheap then, but they weren't, you know, now. Yeah. yeah there's a lot of people that are after certain guitars because sure. somebody was photoed with one or, or whatever. Yeah. Or they used one. It's understandable. I mean, it's a it's a fun part of fandom. And in particular, if something isn't real common, you know, it is cool to have them. Jimmy Page, Jimmy Page fans go after some of his oddball side, you know, side guitars, the um. Mm-hmm. Uh, the black and white one. I can't think of what they're called off the top of my head. But the, the Dan Electros. Yeah, Dan Electros. The right? the, I mean, the uh, they're, they're the double cut. The double cut. Yeah. I, I used to have one of those, an actual one. Yeah. There's uh, Eric Clapton actually has a house outside of Columbus in a place called Hilliard, here in Ohio, mm-hmm. and his wife and daughter took a couple of his guitars to a store to sell them. And they were looking at him and stuff. And, you know, he's like, she's like, well, my husband just went. Well, they never said the name. <laughs> so when they finally went through the thing, she had her ID 
they're like, these, wait a minute, this is Eric Clapton's guitar? And she's like, well, yeah. They're like, uh, we can't give you what they're worth. You know, right. <laughs> we can't afford to buy these. Yeah, totally. Uh, they were scared after that. Yeah. They were like, oh, you better take this back. I'm not dropping this. <laughs> I just wondered what they offered. <laughs> <laughs> did, what, did they go to sell them? Was that yeah. his... Yes. Did they go to sell them? Did did Clapton know this, or was this yeah. like a, a former wife trying to sell no, something? No, no. She, yeah, he knew it. He he picked ones for them to sell because I guess I you know I don't know I guess, I guess the basement's full of guitars and mm-hmm. uh, so he said you know sell this sell this and I just wanted to know what they offered her before they found out whose they were. Hmm. That she didn't say. But yeah, it. Uh, and they, they and they probably were just like fenders that they sent him, you know, like a, yeah. sent him a dozen but, fenders. <laughs> he walks around Columbus now, and you know, like no one bothers him, so he loves it. Yeah. Really. Hmm. Hmm. Wow. Johnny's like gonna move to Columbus. Yeah, Ron, we might need you to go find him, interview him. That's that's no problem. I can do it. Let's do it. Right. Okay. Let's <laughs> do that. The drummer of the band that I was in was from Baltimore, Ohio, which was pretty close to Columbus. Do you know Baltimore? Yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah, it's like a little town, maybe 30 minutes outside of Columbus. Mm-hmm. Really neat. I, I traded a uh, a uh, uh, use and Kettner Switchblade 100 amp to for a Mesa Boogie triple rectifier from a guy from Toledo. So oh, we man. were like four hours apart. So Columbus was middle. So we just met in Columbus, the old Penny's Outlet parking lot, and swapped them. Right. Right. He's oh, like, man. I don't want to drive four hours. Said, well, neither do I. But you know, we can drive two and meet in the middle, and that's exactly what happened. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> Come on over. Nah. <laughs> well, the, the, last year I was on a quest uh, for sound. I went through so much stuff and I, I had uh, uh, an extra mess of bookie cabinet and I put it on uh, uh, Facebook marketplace and I got a call from a guy in Baltimore and I said, well, I can ship it to you. And here this guy is a heart doctor who was in on the heart transplant from the gorilla to the human. Oh, wow. And he's like, uh, he's from Germany and he's like, I, uh, I'm going to drive. He drove almost six hours to pick it up because he didn't trust shipping it. Wow. Yeah. He's like, Oh, I, I got to have that. And he even offered me more than I was asking for to make sure he got it. Wow. And I met him over in uh, uh Tridelphia, West Virginia in the parking lot for Cabela's. <laughs> he ran, he had to rent a car cause he, the, the little cars he had wouldn't it with the cabinet wouldn't fit in. So he rented an SUV. I think <laughs> it took him five hours. And he's a doctor. Yeah, yeah. He hmm. he had like little BMWs and stuff like that, and he was trying to put a four twelve cab, so he rented an SUV. Hmm. <laughs> Holly wants to hear the gong. Do the gong. Back at home. Gong us. Okay. Well, we have to warn everybody: if you're wearing headphones, be ready because Robbie has a different microphone set up. This is going to be the beginning of "I Am a Viking" by Ingve. Starts. With it, might, the gong. it might be kind of loud. Yeah. No, it's going to be me ringing the face gong. It has nothing to do with Ingbe. <laughs> uh, Jeff, was it Jeff Scott Soto is not here to sing it? So right, right. <laughs> uh, 
Give me a chance to get over there. This could be the end of um. What was it like? Is it dazed and confused? Bonham's beating the crap out of the gong. <laughs> no, I don't beat the crap out of it either. The beautiful instrument, Alice. Right. Thank you so much, Alice. Yeah, I'm, I'm using a green screen. Oh, there we go. Robbie. Yeah, that was cool. It did it did have an Asian kind of vibe to it. It sounded a little Asian. Maybe he had Chinese dinner lunch. Oh. He just had a sandwich. <laughs> I can't hear anything now, Robbie. <laughs> Alice, thank you so much. There you go. See, they changed. And look. Ned appeared. Did you see that? He rang the gong and Ned, Ned appeared. And then and then Richard also has a, a Ned. You, have, you got I two Neds. Two. My other one is right here now. They switch. <laughs> do you ever get them confused? I do. If I if I if the one's got a slightly <laughs> fluffier face than the other, but yeah, certain certain angles and stuff like that, it's hard to tell them apart. Rich, I uh, oh, by the way. What's that? I like the shirt, by the way, you're wearing. Oh, the Master of Reality, yeah. It's a good, oh, great right album. I'm a, I'm a big Sabbath fan. I always have Me been. Too. Oh, my God. I saw Ozzy in 82. Oh, you know, and this is trippy, too. So I saw Ozzy in May of 82, like two months after Randy died. A little less. It was about six weeks. And Brad, oh, wow. Brad Gillis. But, um, man, we missed Randy by, like, that much. Uh, sucked. Because it was that tour. It was the tour for, yeah. what, I guess, Blizzard of Oz. They played at Pittsburgh, and I missed that one too. I was like, "Man, yeah." So, but I did. I saw Brad Gillis on that tour, but you know, um, I think our, I think my show was like March twentieth or uh, May twentieth. I think Randy died like uh, March nineteenth, Mar March nineteenth. So yeah, like five, like I don't know, seven weeks or something after. It's kind of a bummer. I'm sure it was hard on Ozzy. Can't imagine. Well, he was, I'm pretty sure it was Rudy Sarzo on bass and Tommy Aldridge on drums, though. Mm -hmm. There, 
he was on David Letterman like four days after it rained. Right, no, I've seen, I watched that interview not that long ago. I've seen it before, but I watched it again. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's crazy. Well, I mean, Ozzy was just happy to be alive. If if Randy hadn't uh, grabbed that uh, stick, that plane would have went right into that bus. So. Yeah, that's just such a, so sad. He, he, you know, gave his life to save others. Yeah. That, that, that whole plane, that was completely unnecessary. I mean, it's not like they were flying to a show. This was, there was no need to even get on that plane and do that. And, you know, oh, well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Such a bummer. Uh, Johnny, you want me to show some of these guitars or? Yeah. Yo, 40 oh. grit, 40 grit, 40 grit. Thank you so much. And I apologize. I got 40 <laughs> grit and Ron Gunner mixed up. I wasn't sure for like a week. So. I he was supposed to be on here tonight, too. Yeah, yeah, I invited him on, but he said he can't, but uh, he, he, we might see him actually at Dane's shop at some point. Well, there we go. So, and Ron, if we can get, we can get you and 40 Grit together, we'll know you're two different people. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, you both have these amazing collections. We're just like Clark Superman. You never see him together. <laughs> All right, let me uh, uh switch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. What are you talking about? No, he I talked to him about this before. It's when you ring the guy, you have to warm it up. That's why you saw me going around and tapping it mm. before before ringing it in the middle to keep the vibrations going. Ooh. Damn, that's nice, Ron. I I've been working on since the I just put new Seymour uh, Duncan. You know what? I got to flip the camera around. It's mirrored. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, it's like the other way. Yeah. What year is that, Ron? It's like left-handed. Uh, I'm not sure. Hmm. All right. Now we're looking the right way. All right. I'm not sure what year that is. Uh, this is a. It's, this one isn't mine. This is a customers and brought it and I, I had to I did a fret job okay and then change the pickups on it for him oh. and I'm going to change the pots as you can see wait so when we when, when we first met you I think it was backstage you had mentioned that you're a guitar tech yeah I've been doing that for years and uh when I was in a band I did it for you know all of Argus stuff and then I ended up getting uh, a name for myself and I started doing it for all the other bands around here Mm -hmm. uh, and now I do it for faith and failure. Oh, cool. Right on. So, and then here, well, here, here's some of my, some of my tool. My specialty is actually Floyd roses. And as you can see, there's a Floyd rose. Oh, and there's all the uh, extra parts. Wow. I, Wait, let's yeah. get a reaction from Robbie. There we go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I am. Uh, here is a base believe it or not i traded a guy 10 ar-15 magazines for that epiphone base oh wow magazines yeah the uh the hold the bullets clips oh. johnny clips so I, I thought traded. you were talking about the ones with the centerfolds oh <laughs> 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 But I got a I got a, an Epiphone base. I'll trade you just for ten of them. I'm like, well, okay, because the magazines didn't cost me anything. 
So, uh, and then here's is, is a king bee that I'm I'm going to redo the paint. It didn't turn out the way I wanted it, so it's going to be black. And when you hold it this way, it's actually going to look like alien blood is dripping. Oh wow! So I also did the headstock. I did the headstock and the pickups even have on. Now the headstock turned out okay. Hold on here. Look at this setup. Oh wow! This is oh look at that. And so it's gonna and the pickups look like that too. That's I recovered that head and cabinet. Now, a lot of you know what's funny. Anybody that wants a tube amp, get a B fifty two the AT one hundred because it's all tubes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you can get everybody says all oh, their junk because you can get these for two to four hundred dollars. And everybody says they're absolute junk. Well, you can have all <laughs> tubes, you can have half tubes, half solid state, or all solid state on this amp. And the sounds you can get out of this, and I tell you, a buddy of mine that I've known for 35 years, and he stepped in and played with our band and, and stuff like that, was is Jim Dofka from the band Dofka. D-O-F-K-A. That's nice, too. And uh, he um, he had a 73 Marshall that he ended mm-hmm. up selling because he got a B-52 and he can make the B-52 sound better. Oh, right on. So I also that Seymour Duncan's in these, in this one. Now is that a is that a plain is that a plain top or is that a color? It's uh, it's like the blonde. Okay, okay, yeah, it was a little hard to say because there there yeah. are some that are just like wood color. Oh, okay, wow, okay, that's pretty cool. That's nice. It's all cracks uh, and stuff in it. Well, yeah. Oh yeah. So. And then you come over here. Hold on, you guys see my floor. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of carpet is that? Uh, oh, I got did you see the pop tart wrap on me? I saw it. <laughs> there is my. Oh, look. Whoa! Wow, that's my. I call it my legends wall. <laughs> How cool is that? How fun! Uh, and I'm a big Jackson fan. Uh, Let's see. Where's your Eddie Van Halen guitar? I see. Okay, now wait a minute. I know you're gonna say I have a circle <laughs> car, which it's in storage. I had a bumblebee, and I end up selling it. Oh, uh, wait! You have a circles? Yeah, I sent you the picture that time. You 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 said if I ever wanted to sell, I'll let you know. Oh yeah, I was about to say that again. <laughs> yeah, I so, had one of those years ago. I had to get rid of it. I wish I still had it. I only have like 26 here. The other ones are in storage. <laughs> 26 circles. No, no, twenty six guitars in general. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm a I'm a big Jackson fan. Sorry, Rob. Nice. <laughs> uh, here is believe this. I I end up getting a Chapman because of what Dane's been saying about him. Saying about him. Oh, that's cool. And this is a baritone. It's my first baritone, and I I gotta admit I love the sound of this thing. Oh, I, baritones are awesome. I had never played one before till I I bought that and then it was like wow uh mm-hmm. some leds but you know most of these have been upgraded with better pots or better pickups um here's a jackson soloist german made floyd oh wow see you laz everybody tune into laz in the morning 
It's, I love this. Ah. I don't know what what they actually call this color. Red. Well, um, yeah, but it's like some kind of like apocalyptic finish or something. Actually, it looks like blood clotting on a, uh, a screen. <laughs> blood clot. Oh. Yeah. And then there's this. That's like tequila sunrise color. It's called That's a cool. solar burst, believe it or not. That's actually almost like Rock Daddy's color with the Mike Olson color mixed. Like, look at look at that. It's identical. You get the lighter to the to the darker. Well, what's weird is they do dark at the bottom to light. Then at the headstock, it's light <clears throat> to dark. Oh, that's awesome. So they kind of kept it in, in style there. Here's a uh, BC Rich Gunslinger. It's my nuclear-powered guitar. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then I actually, nice. actually have a solar. Solar, however, however you say it. Oh, yeah. Wow, pointy. This is, yeah, oh, they yeah. are. Uh, this is the one, Johnny, you said that glowed in the dark. I sent you that picture. Mm-hmm. Uh, under blue light, that's exactly what it looks like. Oh, wow. Solar. That reminds me, I have I have an Ola channel ID I need to use at some point. There you go. He was Here, the guy we met at Solar. Oh, that's pretty cool. Here's my favorite soloist, actually, and I, I uh, put that Pegasus Seymour Duncan Pegasus in it in the neon green. So they, wow. uh, I thought they, uh, when I ordered, they said it's going to take about three weeks. And it ended up taking eight weeks for that pickup to get in. Mm-hmm. Here is a Charvel, uh, oh wow, Desolation with EMG. Well, yeah, EMGs. And then it's Floyd. It's got all this, uh, I forget what they call it, that shiny binding. Uh, mother of toilet seat. Yeah. <laughs> right? That's here nice. Dog bowl if you get thirsty. Oh, yeah. Here, here's a Soloist Pro. Ooh. It's called Aqua Burst. Let me see if I can get a better picture by this light here. Oh, it's yeah. Like eye top. Wow. Uh, this dude, was that... actually this was actually a satin finish guitar, and I buffed it out. I can't. I don't like satin finish. That that's pretty cool top though. I actually kind of like that. I like that. That looks like yeah. the ocean kind of. Yeah, it's called yeah, aqua. Aqua. Like in Florida though, not out here. Yeah. <laughs> the water out here is green. I know. <laughs> and cold. Can, can we, Ron? Can we see that 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 uh, camera angle again, real quick? Remember, I said it looks like a rainbow. Yeah. Oh. Look, the way they're all set up, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's really neat. And I actually didn't do that on purpose. Uh, really? <laughs> oh, there's that there's that uh, lap steel guitar from 1955, back there. Great Scott. <laughs> yeah, this one, Richie. Look. Yeah, it's completely. This one was all hand carved. Uh, wow. And you come over here. Wow. Here is the Washburn Parallax. Wow. 29 frets. 29? Yeah. Dang. You can break through anything with that guitar. Look how, look how narrow the frets are as it gets up there. Yeah, That's look. crazy, man. You'd be playing on the tips of your fingers. Yeah, you ain't tips. <laughs> And then uh, this is the only crank <laughs> I have here at the house right now. Oop, 
Sorry about that. Didn't like doing that, but oh, yeah. American. Oh, nice. And actually, I don't have, I've always wanted one. I don't have one. So, so Ron, there's two guitars. There's two guitars you have. If you ever get rid of them, let me know. Okay. <laughs> All right. We'll do it. Uh, here's an Ibanez cheaper model that I'm oh, yeah. starting to upgrade. I, I, the only reason I bought it is I like the paint job. Yeah, that's cool. Oh, it's wow. like, is it like a metallic or like a reflective silver? Uh, no, it's it's like a jet black going into a metallic silver. Oh, okay. Yeah, it almost like, like it. It almost looks like silver. Yeah. Oh, I see it now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, that's the only reason I bought it. Is I like I just like the paint job on it. Yeah, that's actually really oh, neat. Wow. Then this is the Epiphone Les Paul. Oh yeah. Now how old how old is that one? Do you know what year that uh, is? One is from. I'm going to say 2002. Okay, like a, a more recent Epiphone. I, I, thought yeah. you meant a, I thought you meant a vintage. No, no. No. I was going to say that, late 90s. I was going to guess not late 90s for that. Look how thin it is. It's a thin body. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. And then here's a Jackson Kelly that I painted. I, I used to paint cars, so I paint guitars now. <clears throat> but Wow. Damn, that's like lava. Yeah, that's what I was going for cracked lava how yeah. thick is that paint uh i <laughs> well <laughs> from now on when i do it i'm going to use automotive clear because <laughs> i went through five cans of uh 2x clear on that and it took probably eight to ten weeks for it to dry before i could start sanding it I, I mean, I you know I did it like in October, so it really wasn't the warmest around here to do it with. Uh, it took forever to do that and then wet sand it. So the next ones I do, I'm just going to use the clear coat with the the gun, the spray gun. Here's some, some of my miniatures. Oh, I was like, wow, you have three more of those. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm a big fan of Engel. Oh man, damn. Uh, and there is, I'll take it off the wall so you can see it here. Hold on. You've got to get your son one of those out of, out of production Sinister Gate amps. You know, he's look at, he looked at those. Oh man, here. I wanted to get one of those so bad. Hold on. They're impossible to find now. This oh, is a nice. Oh, nice. 1959 Les Paul Jr. Not a reissue. It's actually. Yeah, that's really badass. Damn, that thing probably sounds so good. Uh, my dad bought this brand new, uh, so the guitar cable and a 59 tube Gibson amp, or yeah, Gibson little little thing. It's about the size of a lunchbox cooler. Uh, in, he bought in 1960, the year he graduated high school, and he paid $147 for everything. Nice. Wow. And now these are on reverb anywhere from nine to 12 grand. Yeah, that's really cool. Some of my effect stuff. And over here is a uh, Epiphone, Epiphone uh, Jeff Water signature model. Wow. That orange? It's, you know, it's red. It's red. It's got a little red devil <laughs> on it. Uh, got a kill switch. It's actually plays extremely nice. Uh 
It's got Grover tuners. It's got actual Gibson instead of Epiphone pickups in it. Kill Is switch. it really 12 a.m. over there? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. It's almost one, one in the morning. There's uh, oh, wow. Dime Dean. Damn. That's, that's just a cheap acoustic. So, yeah, that's uh, that's what I have here at the house right now. Wow. In the cabin. The in, in storage is, is like uh, six more half stacks, one full stack, and like 50-some more guitars. So 50? Yeah. Holy cow. 50? Yeah. I think I got like close to 90 total. Damn. Oh, my gosh. So now, the other the other 50 that you have, are most of them Jacksons? Or like what are, what are, what are those? I have, I have uh, Jacksons from the 80s. Mm-hmm. And I have uh, Charvels from '87, '88. Nice. And then, uh, like I said, the Circles guitar. Um, yes. That kind of stuff. That's all. That Circles guitar is that one of those Charvel artist series? Yes. Right. Those are made by Fender. It actually plays really nice. The only thing I don't like about it is I had to keep cleaning the fretboard because it came with absolutely no finish on the fretboard whatsoever. Oh, wow. mm-hmm. you, don't, you do not wash your hands. It's it's just, yeah. I've, they get I've dirty quick. Yeah. I don't know how many times. Yeah. That's one reason why it's, it's away right now, too. So <laughs> I got tired of doing it. <laughs> God dang it. Man. Well, that's, a collec- that's a collection, man. So yeah, thank you. Um, wow, that's the legacy wall there. Yeah. Raymond yeah. asked um, if I mentioned Sean Lane. I did when um, Black Oak, Arkansas was brought up, and Tommy Aldridge played drums in Black Oak, Arkansas. And Sean Lane was in the band at the same time. He was like a teenager. Huh. That was just I was just answering what he said. Yeah, that 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 room is so cool too, Ron. I mean, the fact that you've got a beautiful room to put all your gear in, and even a fridge and a bar—it's wow. I don't drink, so it's basically just a guitar workstation. No, I understand, but I'm just saying that like like you've got like space. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) I I try. Yeah, I can only stand up and turn around. That's all I, know, I can right? do here. Me too. Yeah. I've got like well, a, I've got like a narrow good. walkway this way, and then I can go that way about the same amount of space. On the other side of that wall is a room about as big as this section right here, where I do all my reloading stuff. Because I'm also I was a professional shooter at one time. Wow. So, but that, yeah, so all my reloading. Dude, <laughs> we're friends, right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> guns or shooting paint guns oh, oh you have a shoot you can shoot in your uh, in your basement no 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 oh nope i can go out back and, and shoot oh okay oh, that's where you keep your guns is in the other room yeah it's uh, all my reloading equipment too where i reload oh, I so i haven't done that for a couple of years now i've had back issues and i just had an operation last week so so Johnny, mm-hmm. if he if he refinishes yes. one of your guitars and you don't like it, you can't complain. <laughs> no, I like it already, no matter what it looks like. <laughs> you don't want to make him go into the shooting room. <laughs> That's why I could never What's legal I would have me in jail in California. 
Oh, they'd be right on you, man. I know. As soon as you drive across the border with that license plate, they're on you. (laughs) (laughs) Right, Robbie? Chris wanted to know how much you charge for refrets, um, Ron. Uh, It depends on what what they want and what the neck is. On the phone. I'm on the phone and I can't, I don't see the chat. Right. I have TV, right. But it's, oh, oh, there we are. Yeah, it's like 10 seconds. Hi. <laughs> so, look at that. We're on TV. Was yeah. I've never been on TV before. There you go. Look, look, at, look at that. That was a good answer, Ron. Look, there's Robbie. I got a question for you. Yes, sir. Do you ever back bow the neck before you, like, quote unquote, level the frets? No, I do them complete. I do it, set it up completely level. Mm-hmm. I've heard people do that, and you know, after doing it since I've been working on guitars since '85, I've never done it. So call, uh, you know, new tricks for an old dog. And I, I, there's just something about that that I don't, I don't want to try. Because mm-hmm. that's it, what that's... it may work. It may work fine and be great, but. You know, doing everything completely level like I am is working for me. Uh, maybe if someone, if I watch someone do it someday, then and I might give it a try. Because that's what Edward told me to do. Really? When he disassembled 5150, and he went to the neck room, and he told me to backbow the crap out of it, sand the actual, sand the shit out of it, crown line it as thin as you can get it, and then steal wool the living hell out of it. Hmm. And I've been doing that ever since. I've I've heard I've heard of people well, maybe not that drastic but I've heard of people doing the backbone <clears throat> but I've I've just always put them nice and level and and did it that way. Uh, I got it. Uh oh, I think he froze. <laughs> Ron. <laughs> Ron. Oh, 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 what there was that? Uh, one of my one of my favorite tools is you know Stumac, obviously, but this is the new crowning file they come out with, which is doesn't have the handle. That's right, Janice. So, <laughs> what makes this nice is before when you had the handle and you could you know really damage the guitar, this is just basically fits in the palm of your hand, and it's the, the diamond grit. This is three hundred, the, the diamond cutter. Oh, look at this stumac and it's just it's just a lot more it's the same file there's just no handle on it now and it does fat i mean i is that a diamond file yeah oh look at that man i was gonna ask you let me ask you real quick do you 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 were saying you were a tech and you do this stuff you do this for your son's band do you do this like can do people uh do you advertise that you you repair guitars and stuff? No, I don't advertise, but uh, I just word of mouth. Like I said, you know, this is this is a customer's guitar, and I just did three guitars for him last week, which two of them uh, were headstock repairs. That uh, mm-hmm. one was cracked, like just it did just right past the six tuner, and then the mm-hmm. other one was split three and three. Have you uh, talked to him about how he treats his guitars? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I got, you know, I mean, look, I got, I got everything set up and I try to be as organized as, as possible with everything. That nice, man. That is so cool. Wow. So, yeah. Wow. Damn, that's, that's. And the bottom that's, drawers, the bottom cool. drawers, the junk drawers got all the big stuff in it, so. 
God dang. But yeah, this is my this is my Floyd's and I just picked this up the other day. It's a Floyd uh Floyd Rose 2. And I believe I believe <laughs> I don't know for sure. I was like I, I believe was those... probably not gonna like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I mean I you know I, I I've I've known more than anything as a Floyd guy. I've because I've had guys that like, you know, we've taken here and here and they it, damn thing won't stay in tune and you uh-huh. know the first thing I do is tear them down to the frame completely. And the and the first thing you throw out now I have a Floyd Rose special in here I just got the other day. I don't know if it has it or not now. I don't care for this. Oh, here's my ESP when this is off my 87 M1 custom. So, oh, Robbie, wow. what does Robbie think of that one? I don't know. I can't see it very well. Hold it up oh. higher. All right. ESP. It's very what shiny. That? This one, I had an 87 M1 custom. Oh, it's stamped ESP. That's a, yeah. That's a license by. That looks pretty cool to me. It looks pretty. It looks very heavy duty. I like it too. It well, oh, look at that short block too. That's a thirty-seven. Well, it, the block is weird. It's, it's actually, it looks like it's one piece or two pieces, but it's actually just one. Wow. Hmm. Yeah, I I bought an eighty-seven M one custom, and that was originally on it. And I turned around and got a Floyd put a put a Floyd on it instead hold on there we go um but there is a part in your floyd rose well it's underneath the block i can't on a regular now this one doesn't have it this floyd rose too but underneath your block there's a plate that goes in between the block and the uh spring right take that plate and throw a damn thing away why it's a, that's that's a tone robber I don't believe that. I, I don't believe that at all. I it, you got to try it. It makes a big difference. That it's that little flat shim that fits in between the, the bar or the the block and the and the and the uh, spring. Mm-hmm. You take that out and put it back together, and you, it'll sound so much different. Well, I think there's a lot of factors to that, but you know, hey, you could do what you want to do. That's fine. Yeah. I mean, the people at Kramer told Edward. That they had to have the decks all level and all that too. So he had to come to me to backbow it, dress it that way. That way you don't have to adjust the neck. the The relief is in the neck in the frets. You so the neck is straight. The neck is totally straight all the time. Wow! And you yeah. can get the get the strings lower. Well, I get them. I get them pretty low here on 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 all on all mine. I mean, if you I don't know how well you can see it. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not ranting there, Michael. Mm. I mean, they're, they're, and that's one thing yeah. I also. The um, <laughs> yeah, you know, everybody uses that. Uh, well, I even have one. This this the gauge for your. I don't drink. use that. Yeah, every, every you know everybody's got this, and I look at it this way, like this thing right here. I hardly ever use it. Uh, I go by the player. Uh, I mean, that's a nice reference point if you want to say, well, you know, we want it here or here. 
But I go if the guy is heavy on the strings when he's playing, then I, I'll I'll raise it up. And of course, I have them play it before they take it. That way, if they don't like it, I can change it back or change it another way. But mm-hmm. I don't go by oh I have to this has to be one and one point five milli. I go by until you can't get it any lower to where it's making noise, and I back it back off to right where it stops, and that's where I keep it as low as it can go. And if and I tell people, you know, if it's that low, you can't be, you know, you can't be, uh, what's the guy from Slayer, Kerry King, beating on the strings? I said because it's not going to work. You know, this setup that low is, is a light playing, uh, higher for heavier. My nephew does that. I I got the the Chapman guitar set up, and even though it's a baritone, I have it set up really close. So you know, because I'm I'm a light player. I don't sit there and beat on the string. He does. Well, he he plugged it in. I thought he just ripped the damn strings off of. It. He's like, bam, bam. I was like, whoa, stop. You know, it's just. <laughs> but I, I go by the person, the the actual player. I set it up for that. I don't go by well. It's got to be one point five or one point seven five or one. Yeah. You know, I, if, yeah. if, you know, that's, that's how I do it. And that's, that's kind of what people like. Cause a couple of the other the stores around here, they take it to, I'm like, well, we got to set at one seven five and you know, it might not be what he wants. Hey, so. Chris, Hey, Chris. Uh, yes, it does make the, the section in the middle lower and that's what you want to do. So you can have the, the, uh, neck straight. And you keep that straight, and like I said, the relief is sanded into the frets. I like that idea, Robbie. I mean, I I, I may try. I'll, I'll try it on one line first. But I'm that's gonna... what that's what Edward Van Halen told me to do when Good. I worked at the neck room at Kramer. Good. So that's what I do on all the and my my action is incredibly low because I have uh, arthritis, mm-hmm. so it, that has to play super easy. And I mean, mm-hmm. it's. I don't have a tape measure here, but it's like shit. Maybe Thank you, some, Alice. Some 16th, 30, some of my guitars are 32nd. So they're mm-hmm. extremely low. And I couldn't do that without that method, but also mm-hmm. the years of the next. I could only do that with from 1979 to 85 ESP, non-tilt, banana, one-piece, quarter swan, mm-hmm. or the 1985 Lacido tilted. Now, ESP did make some tilted necks as transition necks that also work. But when you get into anything newer, you know, I mean, you could try with the pointy three-piece necks. You mm-hmm. can get them decent. But, yeah, I got to have it way, way low, man. I mean, you know. And uh, another thing is, after I dress it like that, I don't have to worry about any buzzes anywhere on that neck. When I'm done, I know it's good to go. I don't um, have to check or, or anything. The next one I'm going to do on my own uh, is that Washburn with the 29 frets. So I, I'll try that and see what happens. I mean. How high does that high E string get, like tone-wise? Uh, what note? Wow. What note would that be? You don't, have to, cra- you don't have to crank it that much. You know, you just have. Chris, Chris asked Ron, too, also, what spring did you say to remove? No, not not the spring, the shim in between the block and the uh, the fine, the fine tuner spring. Yeah, yeah, the tuner spring. Yeah. Ron uh, TV, Johnny, did you see that? Yeah. I think we need to make a road trip to Ron's house and have a play date. There you go, Johnny. Let's. 
And if you were to bend that up, though, that that'd be another full step. Oh yeah. What what note is that? It's higher than that uh, one. I, I know if you're singing, it's an it goes up to an E seven. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Amazing. And yes, Robbie is on his new laptop tonight. Look at that. Yes, I am. And I've cleared this of sound. That even if I hit a sound plate, it will not, it will not, it will not clip. <laughs> it's 10.03 p.m. Uh-oh, that guy just disappeared, Robbie. I, th- I think something happened. I don't know. I heard I am a Viking starting. (laughs) I heard time and temperature. That was original paste sound plate gonging and playing. And they discontinued these sound plates in, I believe it was 94. So I was able to get them custom made before they stopped making them. You mean seventeen ninety four? So they're very old. Yeah. <laughs> He's not that old. <laughs> oh man. Well, I'm I'm sixty one, so I'm older than you are. Actually, I'm older than all you guys. Bunch I'm of puppies. Angry, sadly. That's true. <laughs> I'm happy that I've made it this far. <laughs> Yeah, I'm happy to be 29. Right, exactly. <laughs> I was too, 30 some years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Ron, what's the purpose of the shim? <laughs> you know, I don't know. Do you have it? Do you have one in your trash can you can show us? Actually, I, I probably have one in <laughs> one in the. Uh, hold on here. I like I like how chill Ned is. Ned's like dreaming about eating moles or whatever you have. What do you call those things? Voles. Voles. He eats. Oh yeah, voles. he spent a good two three hours outside today running around. So he's. It's like that's... an all you can eat buffet for him. Yeah, yeah. He's like, you know, we used to have to tire out our dog Howie back in the day. Oh, yeah. Now we have a cat. We have to tire out. It was it you was trippy because when I was first watching your channel, Howie was still young, not young, but I mean he was like. Um, you know, like probably a middle-aged dog, and then watching how he get older was so hard, so sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let me, let yeah, me, we, we we miss him. You guys, go ahead and talk while I'm looking. Okay. <laughs> huh? How long? So what do you think? What do you think Ron really has that? down there? <laughs> how long did it take for you to accumulate all those tools? Do you like like? Because that's a lot of that's a lot of gear. You could uh, literally right now, years. Dawkins that, can call you and you're ready to go. <laughs> yeah. That's you know, that's one thing that I like about uh, StuMac. You know, their tools basically a lifetime guarantee. Like if you buy a diamond file and, and uh-huh. by some wild chance you wear it out, you just send it back to them and they'll send you a brand new one. Yeah. Oh, nice. I like the old file with the handle. That's what I used at the factory. So that's, that's what I right. Now. That's what I used for years. I, I can't that barely change my own guitar string. I came across that one, that new one. 
I don't know. Diamond cuts too fast for me. I, I like a. I like to be a little more control. <laughs> well, mm. you, you did say you're older than me, so that's old school. <laughs> it is. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, there's so much, so much. You know, well, they're coming out with new stuff all the time, and it's, you know, you just kind of look at stuff and you think, well. Should I or shouldn't I? Or... Mm-hmm. So I and I it, it took me a little while to um, to go with that shorter one because I had the the one with the with the uh, handles on it, and when I got mm. the shorter ones, I ended up giving the ones with the handles to my son-in-law because I'm showing him now how to do this stuff because he mm-hmm. wants to he wants to learn and and continue. Thank you, Jess. Janice is the intern, so she knows. She knows. <laughs> She's you. seen a lot of shows. And what's great is, like, Janice <laughs> and I, we follow so many YouTube channels of the same. So, like, when you're done, we'll we'll go to Tone King, or we're, like, on, you know, like, the Dave Friedman. Right. Um, yeah. Tone Talk. I go, I, 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 I visit the, them, too. Oh, no, no, I know you totally do. 40 Grit. You just sent me a picture. Yeah, 40 Grit. Yeah, join us next week. That was you that texted, right? Or did somebody else text me? I'm going to get him confused with somebody else now. Sean Lane. There might be a picture of Sean Lane or something. Oh, uh, Richard. uh, Not uh, Ralph. Uncle. uh, Yeah. There it is. Is this the photo? Yeah, Uncle Raymond. Uncle Raymond sent this. Oh, man. Look at that. Wow. Holy cow. Damn, Sean Lane looks like he's like 16 there. Wow, that's really cool. <laughs> so in Black Oak, Arkansas, oh. that's the man that had the, the dude that David Lee Roth kind of emulated, right? Not kind of, but did. Uh, uh, Jim singer. Dandy. Right. Yes. It's, Jim Dandy was in Black Oak, Arkansas, right? Yes. That's interesting. And then somebody sent me a picture of a shim. I think that's now, it. Is Black Oak, Arkansas? This I can show it to you. I, I can show it to you on the blueprint. I don't have one. Because like I said, I take them out and throw them away. There, that's oh, it. This is Shim. Yep. That's in between your block and the spring. Hmm. I, do not, I do not have one in any of these boxes. But yeah, if well, I can show you on the, on the thing here. Where it's <laughs> I can show you in the trash can. Yeah, well, no. <laughs> It's right here. Can you see that? There oh, yeah. it is. Everybody pay attention now. Look at this. You got your fine tuner plate. Your <laughs> it's right there. There we go. Well, the fine tuner sprig is a uh, thinner piece of metal. And I believe that that shim, I believe that that shim being a little bit thicker uh, helps torque and uh, stabilize the block against the uh, base plate. And that might do it. I just, I just, I, I actually started doing that in like 86, 87. I, and, and the reason I did, well, the first time I did it, and I'm not going to say I was trying to come up with something. It was an accident. I took this thing apart, forgot to put it back in. <laughs> and I started playing. I thought, why does it sound different? And everybody's like, well, that sounds better. And I took it back apart and realized I forgot that. And then I've, I've been taking them out ever since. And matter of fact, it was funny because uh, F.U. Tone, uh, I watched a video with him where he took one apart to put their titanium parts in it. 
And all of a sudden, he's like, this gets tossed in the trash. And I started laughing. I thought, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, I got I got my first Floyd Rose in 1982. One of the first ones. I've had worked on Floyd Rose's my entire life. And uh, truthfully, from 1982 to 1985, were the best Floyd Roses. After that, the tolerances was worse. The metal was cheaper. And, and they, they weren't, it wasn't as good as a bridge. So those are the only Floyd Roses I'll use from 1982 to 1985. Those, those Floyd Roses, do they have a lifespan where they eventually will give out regardless of the build quality? Well, not, I, not those years. Those don't. I'll no. tell you this. Don't. How many do you have, Johnny, of those? If, if, if you want something the last, one of them the last, don't buy the specials. Oh, yeah, those are garbage. Throw them in the pond. Floyd Rose twos are, are crap too. Uh, my, in my opinion, wait, he just like, bought one. No, and, and it, I gave it to me. Oh, and, <laughs> and, anything licensed too? I mean, yeah. there are some licensed one. You've got your uh, your Goda Bridge, which which people like that one. You know, yeah. the Ibanez Edge. I'm not sold on. No, but, I don't like that one either. That 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 whole that thing screwed up. You know, but those hmm. are the only years because after that, the metal's cheaper. You, 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 you know, those years you don't have to upgrade nothing. It's all, it's all hardened steel. Every, every, uh, every piece of hardware is hardened steel. It's got a, a stronger steel on the base plate. Everything's good to go. I never have to replace nothing on it. Eventually, those are going to be hard to get. Those years. Well, they are. I know some people that get them. I, I managed to find, uh, find them and. You know, I know what they are, and uh, most of the time I'll grab them, and unless I'm saving up for a bigger gong than the one I have right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's dang Skippy. Uh, in 1985 was the last year. <laughs> the last year that you had uh, a good quality guitar, because in 1986, everything went to hell at Kramer. The stupid three-piece pointy necks. You had... Uh, Second-rate Floyd Roses. Oh, it, the, they got rid of all the good employees, so nobody could build a dang guitar. It was, it was sad. Yeah. And after oh. that, it was just everything was was a, the the bar was lowered, you know. But I'm different, right? I got to have everything specific. It's got to be like just the rarest, best stuff, you know. I I'll work on it for you know weeks at a time. You know, I mean, Ron here, he's working on people's guitar. He's got turnover. It's time is money. He's but you've worked on time. some people's guitars for months now. Really funny, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you're, you're right, Rob. You're, you're, you're right. The, old, the older stuff is better. Uh, the only pro Well, I mean, you know, out west, you guys can probably get it a lot easier, and I can't over here on the East Coast. Because I, I, when I do find some of the stuff, most of the time it's in California. Mm -hmm. but, but but you're awake. But you're awake before we are. So technically, you should be able to grab the stuff before us. Everything I get is out of on the web. I don't physically find anything. You know the stuff that I use, you never see. Like you know, Grail Next stamped ESP uh, eighty two Grail Next, especially with the reverse headstock. I ran across two of those. You know, and I bought them. And people are like, well, why would you spend seven, eight hundred dollars for a neck? And I'm like, because it's like the best neck ever made, you know. And that makes my job easier. That's when I work on it. 
Then it comes together. Uh oh, uh oh, he's 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 gone again. <laughs> His blast door is closed. I ranted him out of the out of the show here. <laughs> is there is there any type of Floyd Rose type tram system that's out now that people consider universally a good one? You're talking about my opinion. Well, right. I'm I'm saying it doesn't necessarily have to be Floyd Rose, but what I'm saying is there is there something that's the equivalent of a Floyd Rose type um, bridge. That yes. People go, like that's a pretty good one. Yeah. Well, you know, okay, what I'm talking say Johnny's going to say Vega Tram, but there are differences. There we go. go ahead, well, Johnny. yeah, there's differences, but the, the Vega Tram, I mean, that's something that guitar that I play Sunday nights about this time tomorrow, tomorrow night, that guitar, the only reason I play it is because of that tremolo. Right. That Vega Tram. It's like having a, a locking tremolo on a guitar with no lock no nothing it just it fits right on the guitar easy and it's, it's just amazing to use it has its advantages but if you want to take those strings down to nothing plip, 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 it doesn't do that <laughs> it goes two steps down and one step up okay it will not take the strings down right to it doesn't it doesn't take it it doesn't you, take you into, into sp the spaghetti factory right and that's I need that in my playing. I do a lot of that. <laughs> Whoa. Uh-oh. What happened? <laughs> they capped me out and the guy vanished. My cat's like, it's like, she wants me to go to bed. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Whoop, and she knocked on my phone. <laughs> you crazy. This is the cat that looks the most like Ned. Oh, can we see him? Or her? Uh, yeah, she's she walked that way. I don't want to grab. Oh, if she comes back, I'll grab her. She was the one I showed before. Oh, uh, there's Ron. Sorry about that. This is about the time of night Comcast starts up doing updates to the internet. Oh gosh. <laughs> now, do you have do you have any Floyd Rose style trims that you liked right now, Ron? Like a modern day, um, like Floyd Rose style trim that's a good there, one the i i like what i was saying when my internet shut down is is on my own personal guitars i go all with the all german made ones uh even though they're not what they were originally they're the best of what you can get now right right um but there's a new one that i heard uh and it's got some funky name hung tall or something like that and it's supposed to be uh all titanium mm, and they're like four or five hundred bucks and they're supposed to be unbelievable so no uh, uh, g g Bushnoff, you know the name of that you were looking at them type it in the chat he's 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 he was talking about something like that yeah, Hutong or something like that it's some hand, name. hand tug that's it that's it <laughs> all one word <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. That's, if you look at theirs, if they're okay, like all I found it. I found them. No, no, no one told them that they might want to try a better name. <laughs> Hang on. Oh my god. Oh, 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 no, it's Hung Dong. Hung Dong. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> yeah, I just I found them. I here they are. Yeah, th this is it right here. Wait, turn the audio off. That view stuff is great as well. Forty Grid says. It looks it looks like this. Oh, hand tug. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That is funny. <laughs> those that are cost, supposed to be. Those are supposed oh, that's to be right. really good. But uh, G says uh, wow. ping. They're ping trims. The ones he's wow. talking about. 
That is expensive, <laughs> man. Five hundred yeah. to a thousand bucks. Thousand dollars. Yeah, but you're talking about a piece of steel that's milled out that is not a casting. <clears throat> okay, it's not even plate steel bent like the Hanson bridges or some uh -huh. of the early Fernandez's, which are like the most sought after ones. Uh, that's that's like machined out of piece of steel, so that's why it's so expensive. And that's yeah. titanium, so. So yeah, I you know it's I, I'm I'm gonna probably get one of those and try it, but <laughs> those guitars, yeah, that's right, Janice. Remember that the other day? <laughs> I was at Guitar Center, and we were talking about how how a guitar is still there after a while. And Janice says those guitars dong move. She meant don't move. Right, right. And I'm like, what? You mean those guitars move the dong? <laughs> that's what I said. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, that is pricey though, man. Five hundred to a thousand bucks for one of those, boy. Wow. Of course, you got people like uh, Kyle down at Dive Bomb who will make uh, trims too, like you know, recreating like FRT four and FRT five stuff like that. <laughs> you know, I think yeah, that uh, Rob Johnson has gotten stuff from him. Are, are there are there any good like um bodies like i know you buy the vintage bodies but like is there any modern day bodybuilders that do pretty good like good wood bodies like that maybe are bare like plain that you can paint uh, lock, lock gets the closest lock 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 gets the closest on the lock. bodies mm. they're still not right but yeah. they're the closest and then like uh music craft after that but they're they're seriously they're yeah. seriously not you know really close and then after that, you know, you get to, uh, you know, uh, God, I can't remember. There's a company called Body Something, right? Body, like it's another word after it. What the hell is that? <laughs> what? You ain't looking for nothing. Leave me in a fuck alone. What was that? <laughs> what? <laughs> well, learn. Learn how to respond to that. My computer's Who's he talking. talking. Which, Who's he talking? Are, are you doing that? I'm not doing oh. anything. Oh, did you did you accidentally say "Hey Siri" somehow? Oh, it probably it probably interpreted it like that. It woke oh. up and it's like asking you what you. Oh. Now he's fighting with it, his computer. Now. Leave me alone. Give Siri, me a Siri and Robbie are having the fight. <laughs> <laughs> hey Siri, don't say that till later. Right. <laughs> Oh, boogie hey, Robbie, Robbie I, I do have to ask, what's, what's Mike your Olson neighbor's got it. It's, it's boogie, boogie Bodies was what I was thinking of. Oh, there right. you Well, go. you know, uh, Kyle down at Dive Bomb made the original Boogie Bodies that, uh, that uh, Adam has sold in the beginning. He went to him because he didn't have the setup for it at the time. But And mm. I got a, I've got a Boogie Bodies neck, a large banana neck that I've got painted up for 5150, and I'm just letting it, I got it from Marty Bell. And I'm letting it sit there and kind of, you know, harden up a lot before I put it together, because even after you, even after you cook them, they're still going to be soft. If you torque, if you torque something down on it, like the like a deck plate, and then you take it off, you're going to see like a small indentation. So I'm letting them sit there and really harden first before I assemble my guitar. Yeah, mm -hmm. the, that's that's a mistake a lot of people make. They don't give it that time. The Kramer gave it no time, man. I'll tell you what, they wanted that shit out of there now. You know, 
So what do you do for the neck? Like, you so you, make you that neck. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. You you buy a neck from the company and then you let it set then for a few months? Oh, no, no. That's just after it's painted. Oh, after it's painted, I see. Right. Now, I've had good luck with that large banana from FU Tone. I have. It had a little whip out of it, but I was able to sand it out. And, of course, I backboat it before I dressed it and all that. Yeah, but, I am uh, going to try that, Robbie. Thank you. You don't have to backbow it a lot. I mean, Edward was always kind of overreacting to things. He was all pissed off, you know, because uh, Bill, Billy Connolly, you know, did it the proper way. And he just looked at it and said, this ain't going to work. I want the strings lower. At that time, he wanted lower strings, you know, and uh, mm -hmm. and, and that I, you know, I, I'm happy, you know, he, he confided in me to do this stuff because Kramer wouldn't listen to him very much. And Kramer listened to him more than all the rest of the companies ever did, too. So, you know, I kind of feel bad that uh, he should have been, like, embraced in his ideas, like, fully, you know. But Kramer wanted to make money. They wanted stuff out the door. They wanted to look a certain way. Uh, in the late 80s, I used to use the Kramer 5150 strings. Yeah. Now, that's, a, that's an Ernie Ball string. Is that? Okay. Yeah. I still like have red I still have packs. Yeah. I actually have them up in the in the guitar more there. I still have like tons of those. From the, they don't from make the them 80s? anymore. Fifty one fifty strings. No, not those. No. Oh, okay. No, no. They originally they were, they said made by Kramer, and then but they they went to uh, Ernie Ball. They started having Ernie Ball logos on them. Well, they were and always that, all the strings on Kramer's were all made by Ernie Ball. We used to get them in 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 uh, you know like uh, I'll show them schools. to you. I have them. I they came. Right the strings oh, came in spools because we didn't use the ball ends, so we'd get these big spools, you know, like telephone wire or whatever, yeah. and then just pull a string out like that. And then what happened was Ernie Paul's kid took a bunch of strings and put them in packs, striped them like that, and started calling them. Started calling them Eddie Van Halen strings, and he kind of freaked out about it. But uh, yeah, you know. That did, did, any, anything that had his name on it, though, he got oh, that's wow. you. Send me a set of those, Johnny. Look oh, at this. Send me that circles the... guitar. I'll send you yeah, this. Part... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's what the front looks like. Wow. Yeah. The front looks like that. Edward Van Hill. When I first started playing the guitar in 1987, Damn. when I was four years old, right. I, I was using these. Wow. So that's what the front looks like. These are just pack. These are just packs. I do have actual sets of these. Yeah. Let me see the original. The original. Oh, here we go. Here's the differences. Oh. <laughs> okay, that's the back. Yep. That's the back of one right there. See how it says Kramer. Yeah. Wow. And if you notice, his set was nine eleven fifteen twenty four thirty two forty. So very, very thin. Yeah. So the originals. And see, look how it says 5150 is a registered trademark of Ernie Ball, Inc. Look at that. That's interesting. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, all the strings that Kramer got were all from Ernie Ball. So, and then and then later on, so like here's, I don't know, if, can you see a difference besides one of them being in a package? These are the fronts. I don't know if they're... One if on the right looks so like the, it looks a slightly different color. Is there a slight, well, as far it, as the, it the be because it's in the plastic, but it's like the one on the right is like a little more red. The other one on the left is yeah. orange. And then see, eventually the backs. Oh yeah. They say, they would say this. Yeah. Manufactured by Ernie Ball. 
See, I never had the set, smaller on the earning ball one by the tiny bit. What? The fifty-one fifty logo on the back is smaller on the earning ball one. Just the tiniest bit. Oh, right, right, right. Oh, you would know because yeah. I'm an artist. Yeah, in the artist. Yeah, you can probably you can probably actually draw that, huh? Oh yeah, of course. There we go. So, so they had Kramer, Ernie Ball, and then when Edward went to PV, they made PV strings. So there was PV ones that actually had Edward on the front, and then there was another set of the PVs ah, that had fifty one fifty on the front, and then now they have the EVH strings, which I do have a couple sets. Actually, there's a set sitting right there somewhere. But you need to send me one of those fifty one fifty sets, Johnny. Right on, All right. turtle. Here's, here's what I use now. Oh. What what is that? Dario. Yeah, it's twenty five pack. Oh my gosh! Jeez. Uh, get this. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on. Well, when you got you know ninety some guitars, how do you get them like that? Uh, you actually you can get them off of Stumac. Uh, or you can get them off of uh, uh, Sweetwater or even Amazon. Now here's what's funny: if you buy a ten pack, it's fifty six dollars. 25 pack and they come in you know you just pull out the ones you want as you can see they're all numbered this is only a hundred dollars wow they're 10 pack or 50 for or 25 for 100 the turtle man turtle had a question it's pretty good and he said uh why didn't the berettas come with the maple fingerboard and see edward played maple fingerboard part of edward's contract was that nobody could play what edward played Edward played a maple fingerboard. He did not want any going out of the factory. All the ground guitars weren't maple fingerboards. They tried to sneak out maple fingerboards when he was on tour. Okay, He didn't want that at all, but the company was going to do what it wanted. And when he was on tour, all the special order maple boards would go out. Now, you don't see a lot of them, but they're out there. And then uh, you know, he would fly back. If he, was on a, if he did a concert in like you know nevada or somewhere in the in a in a continental united states he would jump on a plane and fly to neptune new jersey and be standing in front of the door in the morning you know to get in the factory first he'd go into that factory and he'd start looking wow he'd find, he'd find maple necks and he would he would start freaking out unscrewing them this and that you know <laughs> yeah so that's you know you will see special orders but, you know, Ed didn't want that. And, of course, this was only until uh, I left halfway through 86. So I can't, I can't attest for any 87 stuff, you know. But by then it was all pointy anyway. But uh, that's basically why. Nobody could, nobody could play what Edward played was part of his deal. Hey, Johnny. Mm-hmm. In the trash. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Trash bag on the side of my, my little tool cart here, and they were in there. Oh. So, yeah, that's what they are. Whoever asked about that earlier, uh, I mean. You can't use them for anything else? Well, what about I, a shim for shimming yeah, the, the neck? You could. Uh, I actually, <laughs> no, they're too thick for that. I, I don't agree with you, but you can do what you want. Oh, moth sable? You hate those. Yeah. <laughs> Well, like I said, you know, I, I just, it was an accident at first. I, I wasn't trying to figure out how to make a Floyd better. 
And, and you're right, Rob. I mean, I know people that don't want to get rid of them. And I know people who's tried it after I told them about it. And they're like, wow, I, you don't need it. So to each his own. That's what makes the world go around. Well, Rob Johnson mm -hmm. says that you don't need it. And he says it has to be if, you're, if your Floyd is hitting the body of the wood. And that if it's floating, it doesn't matter. And I stay, I say it all comes down to that capacitor. If it's not wired to treble bleed, it's not, you're not going to notice any difference. If you've got it, if you got your capacitor going to ground and it's big enough, you're going to have good tone and it doesn't matter. You can leave it in there. Of course, that's just my opinion. Yeah, that, and that's, that's absolutely fine. Yes. Raymond says, send those shims to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. You know, on the phone, I can't see the chat, and I'm over here at the guitar bar. Uh, oh. Bushnoff says they stabilize. I, I believe they do because of the uh, how thin the, the uh, fine-tuner spring is, and that, that will bend under the pressure. And, and some people even have a problem keeping the, you know, the – the nuts tight that go into the block, and I've never had that problem. But I don't, I don't, I don't remove that either. So, yeah, that's right. Tight nuts, Richard. I know, <laughs> I know. Sorry. Sometimes loaf hanging fruit is delicious. <laughs> Wait, there's another Ron here. Uh -oh. Ron, how many Rons? Two. two, I, two I don't know. Apparently, I got a twin. <laughs> It would be great if he started to animate the one that's frozen. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Now, what's your guys' preferred nut sauce? <laughs> we'll start with Robbie. Right. I don't know. I'm not really into nut sauce, man. Yeah. I'm Johnny? Really not that there's anything wrong with that. Right. <laughs> hey, are, uh, aren't you supposed to have a giveaway? Oh. John, I am. You, you want to give away those shims? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we can give those away. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'll donate it's these to give away the second set of them strings. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, Seriously. Johnny, uh huh. You want to guess, guess the song? Yeah, oh yeah, do it, Rob. Should we do it that way? Yeah, yeah man. Sure. What are we giving away, though? I don't even know. I don't know, Johnny. What do you got? I don't Jeez. have any money for postage. You, you want to give those away? I'll give them away. I don't care. Does anybody you know want those? You, know you guys are just saying how nobody needs them, and now you want to... You want them, Robbie? <laughs> well, I would probably take them, because there's like you know people like you that are taking them out. So someone has to <laughs> someone has to save the vintage Floyd Roses in the world. <laughs> someone might go, God, if I only had that shim. <laughs> Well, out of out of ninety some guitars, I only have two shims sitting here, so that's the rest of them. <laughs> wow. Oh yeah, but if you got like Floyd Rose twos hanging around, then you need a bigger pond. Yeah, what, I, what I just those, got that, and, and it was given to me. With? So, <laughs> Ron, what are the what do the Jacksons come with? What's the what's the bridge on those? Depends on which one you get. Oh, but the I mean, like, what, like what would be like on them, and then you know. Anytime I get something with a special, I just order a new Floyd, German Floyd, oh. put on it. And the, and they make German Floyds right now? Like, you can buy, like, they're being made right today? Yeah, matter of fact, uh, 
the Floyd Rose actual Floyd Rose websites having a fifteen percent off this weekend for Memorial Day. Mm. How much are those? Uh, you can get the chrome German made Floyd Rose from Stumac for like two nineteen. Oh, it's not bad. And the black ones are like uh, you know two fifty, and the black chromes two sixty one. And I think they even sell the gold for like two ninety nine. And Stumac got like the lowest prices. You go on Amazon, it's like the other day I, I had a black one and saved in my cart. I was going to get it today, and it jumped up $57 overnight. Oh, wow. So, needless to say, it's still sitting in the cart. <laughs> yeah. Because Stumac's out of – the only one they have right now is Chrome. They're out of the, they're out of the black Chrome. Oh, I, no, I take that back. They, have, they may have satin Chrome, uh, satin black. And now there's even one which I've never I've never seen one personally. I don't know if you have or not, Robbie. It's called Pearl, Pearl Finish. What? Yeah, it's called Pearl Finish from Why? Floyd, it's from German Floyd's. Why? I I don't know. I, that's what oh. I was thinking. I've Floyd Rose at the Nam show. I saw a display case where they had all these different colors. Maybe you're talking about. Yeah, this, yeah. Is, this is a, a uh, it's it it's pearl. I don't know if it's matte pearl or something like that, but I thought, what the hell is that for? I mean, who that would want that? That was a long time ago. I saw that. That's right. Now, really, I mean, I'll wait. You know, I'll wait till I find one in those years that I do. I I found one from 1983, still in a box, still in a plastic, everything. Wow, never played. And I, I got that for $450. That's not bad. That's actually really good. And I actually put it on a guitar. I put it on my Black Vanguard. There you go. And it's, it's fucking sweet. But other than that, like, okay, the Hanson Bridge is probably my best one that I have my 5150. Okay? Believe it or not, Hanson Bridge did come on Focus Guitars early in the day. And so so did uh, so did Grail Necks. But they have a wider grain to them. But they're still non tilt grail, the 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 real grail. ESP what was now. that? What was that tremolo? Uh, Johnny, did you ever see that? You know how Dane shows the videos of customers bringing their guitars in. Mm-hmm. Did you see the guy did the one? I think it was a Kramer Beretta special that he did, uh, like Spider Man. No. Yeah, and it's got some kind of like a Strat type bridge on it, but it it doesn't. It, it pivots it's like there's a plate that bolts to it then it, then it's the tremolo itself slides in on a, a flat piece like this and that that whole flat piece pivots hmm i don't know what yeah. i don't i don't remember the name of that bridge floyd did that too uh that's a hinge bridge that that's that's basically what the vega trim is hmm look at that look at this Check out this finish on this Floyd. It says it's out of stock, but that's that's pretty cool. Oh wow! Look at that. Yeah, I've seen him like that. I kind of like that's, that. You can get that I, on I Amazon like, for one ninety nine. It's like the one thousand series. <laughs> I yeah, actually what? saw I saw a car a couple days ago, Ron, that was kind of painted, that kind of looked like that. 
I did a, a channel member only video. So I need a channel member on the on the channel here. You can see this video. But I, that was my. I was going to ask you that question earlier. How would somebody like paint that? Because you just said it, you're a painter. It, it's called a chameleon color. Uh, mm -hmm. There's different companies that make them, and you're talking well. When I was painting cars, a gallon of that then would run you about two grand. Now it's almost four thousand for a gallon. Wow. And the Dang. bad part is, is if you scratch it, you cannot touch it up. You got to repaint the whole thing. Right. I learned so it would, it'd be I, totally I, different then. I did a customized tornado with candy blue one time. And uh, when my wife was Ooh, pregnant with our son, a guy hit her in the quarter panel. And I tried to touch it up. And the candy color just looked mad to repaint the whole damn car. Dang. I kind of like that. I like that. That that one in the middle is very cool too. Looks kind of industrial. Turtles mm -hmm. asking about a scoop on a fifty-one fifty striped. Are you talking about the original fifty-one fifty with the ESP and the scoop is on the headstock on the face of the headstock? Is that what you're talking about? Because those are ESP necks that Paul uh, Unkard uh, cut up and glued for the banana shape. In which case, it would have that that scoop look on the face of the headstock, which is an ESP trademark of you know older ESP, not not like today. When ESP started making whole guitars, that's when they when they made parts, they were good. But after '85, nah, not so much. Wait, hey, Johnny, back up for a minute. Mm -hmm. One more. Right, Robbie. Have you ever put one of those ones on? It mounts on top like that. Uh, no, so like, it just it's doesn't have the thing. feel to me. It's it's just like it just doesn't do it. The the, the spring way, the way they have that big spring on the tail to control the bridge. Uh, I I don't care for it. I've I've never tried to put one on, and I've heard mixture. I've heard some people say they're great. Some people say they're nothing but shit. Do Do you know uh, Do you know who actually showed me one of those in person one time? Andy Summers. Oh. <laughs> wow. Floyd himself. <laughs> Strider Tiger has a good question. He's asking if Eddie came up with a lot of Kramer guitar ideas. Really, the only body that Eddie ever really made himself was the Floyd Rose guitar. He took a body into the, into the wood shop, and he cut it into that weird shape. And that was actually the, the only one that he really designed. He, he had a lot of pull in what they were trying to do working with him that kind of came through in the Grail guitars, but that was really the closest that it, they came. And then after, after the 250 Grail guitars were done, that's when they really started cutting costs on it. And it wasn't, you know, it wasn't the same guitar. In the 85 Beretta wasn't really the same as what they were making back then, but they're still really mm -hmm. good. I mean, I've, I've got... Oh, I've got, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, didn't see, now he, he cut that out with a bandsaw. Uh, in the late 70s, didn't he have, what was it, an Ibanez Destroyer? It looked like an explorer that he loved, and he he mm -hmm. cut it up, and it ruined the sound or something. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, the Destroyer. You know, it, it, it was legendary by the time I started working there. And I'd hear stuff from the fat guys in the factory, you know, since 82, when Edward really started hanging out in there. And he brought that guitar in. He wanted it fixed. And... They tried to fix it forever. They would they would dowel it, glue it, paint it, come in the next day, and the thing like cracked on its own. Oh. <laughs> that would happen like all the time. 
I was there in '84. They were still trying to fix that thing. Damn. <laughs> no, see no, Johnny, no. I, see Johnny, I do know some Eddie's history. So yeah, I never, I never knew that about that they tried to fix the shark. That's funny. I never. Oh heard yeah, that. of course. Yeah, that's hysterical. Well, and the the neck. The neck that came off the shark was uh, on the first uh, ad, Frankie. And I mean, um, why didn't I mean? It's just I mean, you could get another destroyer body. I mean, it wouldn't be that guitar, but I mean, Ed's got Ed had the budget where I mean he could have bought five or ten of those bodies. I mean, those those guitars yeah. back then well, were probably. But Ed was Ed was brain. into Ed was really into his thing. Sure. That was his guitar. Yeah, he wanted no, I that it. one fixed. Yeah, that was yes. But you you can go, Rich. It, to some of these places and and grab three guitars in a row that are identical yeah they're going to feel and sound different oh no no i know i know but i'm saying like if you bought 10 destroyers i mean back then they would have only been probably about two or three grand a piece um i mean he probably could have found one that he liked it might not have i mean i i totally get what you're saying though but yeah the original ones yeah because now now those destroyers are probably well because of ed too they're more expensive but like I said, I follow all that because that's a Japanese built body, right? Or is that an old Gibson? No, that's Ibanez. Oh, no, Ibanez. they're Sorry. Japan. Yeah. I was getting it confused with um. Uh, there's some Karina, there's some Karina Aria pros that are that are pretty nice from back um, back around then. Mm hmm. Like Ace Fraley. There's some pictures of him. Oh, shimmy. Here he Ten is with his chips again. Huh? You're cruel. I don't consider that that expensive for, for a vintage <laughs> guitar, 10 to 12. Oh, but you realize that $10,000 can buy you a 50-inch paste symphonic gong. <laughs> yeah. That's what Alex used in the concerts where he'd light it on fire. It can also buy you a 120-inch TV. <laughs> right, right. Uh, I don't even watch TV anymore. Or just imagine how many Jersey Mike sandwiches that can buy you. <laughs> you could, you wouldn't get as many as you used to be able to get. <laughs> I was like, I, I, I was tripping out on how expensive those sandwiches were. Like they're big, like the foot long is like an eighteen dollars sandwich. Now, <laughs> so see, fun. it's not, it's not eighteen here. It's about fifteen here. Is no it? Fun. Yeah, where at my shop it was seventeen and change. I was like, and then they usually like, give me a discount because I go there a lot. And they know who I am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that the guy that made your sandwich? He, that, he's making my wife's sandwich there. That's a vegetarian. <laughs> he was funny. He was he was a really nice guy, but he was he was so proud that he had worked at Chick-fil-A. He must have told me like 10 <laughs> times. You know, I had a I had a guy send me a picture of the uh, of Noah's Ark and it said, you know, God didn't save lettuce. Eat meat. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, they're not real Karina Wood. That's what someone's saying. That's interesting. I had, a, I had a Johnny, you're like this. I had a shirt uh, wore to a steakhouse about a month ago. It said Floyd Rose on it. And I'm leaving, and the guy goes, "That's it, man. That's it." I said, "What?" He goes, "That's it, man. Floyd Rose above the tyranny." I'm like, "What?" Yeah, George Floyd, man. Floyd Rose. I'm like, <laughs> I was like, "Oh, wow. okay." I walked out the door. <laughs> Man, you, you guys ever hear about this band though? You ever heard, heard a band called Shipped? No. To check them out. It's not no Shipped is one of those. It's like um, Teespring, <laughs> right? Is it? It's a delivery service. Oh, okay, is that who you work for? 
that's that's yeah. <laughs> and so look, you can you, when you drive everywhere. Are you delivering stuff during the day? Is that how you're able to drive around so much? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And look, love- Robbie's wearing the shirt he works for. Ha ha ha. <laughs> Hey Robbie, I thought it was funny when you said that in at Kramer they were only paying for like four an hour back then. Because I worked at I worked at a restaurant in eighty five or eighty six, and minimum wage when I worked there, I was a dishwasher. It was three thirty five an hour. <laughs> I know, but I could go work at the trust factory for no, five. No, no, totally. But it's just it's all like we got two Rons. Hey Some Ron, have you met Ron? Yeah, you know two Rons make it right. That's but my yeah. brother. He don't do anything. <laughs> I love. I love. I could work an eight hour shift and make twenty four dollars. <laughs> well, Kramer, I mean, if you weren't fifteen minutes early, they docked you a half an hour. Oh. If you weren't five five minutes early back from lunch, they docked you to half an hour. Wow. And if you missed a day, then you know they would. You couldn't work the next day. They were like Nazis. Yeah, it was bad. It was a lot of disgruntled people. What's up, Zach? How are you? Cheech, yes. I work for Orkin, too. You know, Johnny, if you ever have me back, I'll have to get on my laptop. Dude, what are you doing tomorrow? (laughs) (laughs) Nothing. I'm retired. (laughs) Dude, this is great, man. Yeah, come back next Saturday, man. Right. We got to have like 17 people on the screen eventually. Everyone. Everyone that's in the chat. <laughs> I mean, we already have two Rons, you know. <laughs> but so that's Robbie, right. let's do let's do the mystery song. I'm I want to I want to see what you play. All right. Now, before before we get to the giveaway, do you want to do like a couple just to warm up? Yeah. What are we can. giving away? I don't even know. Shims. We're giving away shims? Are you serious? I'll give. I'll send them to whoever. If okay. They really want them. Oh, I mean, who wants the shit? Well, put them in an envelope. Are, so wait, are you? Are we doing? Uh, you're going to play the drums for the, them to guess. Right. Okay. How's that sound, you guys? Is that cool? Yeah. All right. So, did you just want the one song, or do you want to warm up on one first? Do a warm up one first, so that you can loosen up. We'll see who who can guess that one first. Yeah. Before I do the second one. Warm up with painkiller. Now I have to I have to ask you this, Robbie. How close is your nearest neighbor that you can play drums at two o'clock in the morning? <laughs> oh, it's cool. Yeah, they're they're really cool. It's only one o'clock where he is, so they're fine. Uh, well, oh, and I, this is a middle this is the middle room of my house. Oh. It only has one outside wall and then they're inside their house, you know. They wouldn't hear me unless I was right. like outside. Mm-hmm. And hey, Johnny Rock, I'm I'm giving away a Steve Rosen postcard on uh, Tuesday. Oh, you ate one Tuesday exclusively, Van Halen. So tune in this Tuesday. Notice how All I right. keep saying Tuesday. So I'll play the song because I got to take my headphones off. Okay. And, and then when I'm done, I'll put the headphones back on. And see what what everyone said. Okay. And then I'll go back to do the next one. All right. Okay. If you want to win this postcard, Steve Rosen, this was the book soup event. Can somebody put in the chat exclamation point book soup, please? All one word. The Steve Rosen postcard, autographed by Steve Rosen and Niels Lozauer, photographer. That's awesome. 
Yes. So you can win this on Tuesday, right here yeah. on Johnny Bean TV. Hey, hey Johnny, when when yes. I bought my book off Neil, Neil, um, he was confused by my email address. And so he uh -huh. wrote me back and he was asking me, he goes, what do you want me to sign it as like your email name or your real name? And we ended up chatting back and forth. And Neil invited me to come up to his studio in L.A. and visit him. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was really cool. He was so nice. Oh, so you actually went to his studio? No, I haven't yet. But I mean, I'll definitely take him up on it. But he was I was telling him that I was working for Joe Satriani and he was like, oh, that's cool. And um, we had a couple of other like weird things that were sort of in common. But uh, yeah, he was he was very friendly. He was like, oh, if you're ever in L.A., he's like, give me a call. You can come by and check out, you know my studio and i was like damn that's really I, I was blown away you want me to sign these shims yeah <laughs> sign them robbie stingle or floyd rose <laughs> floyd rose too sign them floyd rose too sign them ron too <laughs> dude yeah rich that'd be dude if if uh this next nam show maybe we can set something up and go over there that'd be cool and Neil's funny. He's so no nonsense. He's like so like he's so dry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. You ready, Robbie? You ready? Okay, so this is a warm up uh drum solo. Let me try again. Oh. MPN got it. I personally think he was right. I think MPN got it. I think that's what it was. That's a good guess. Is that true? Robbie can't hear us yet. Yeah. He's making it back to his. Uh... I was thinking Kiss, though. It's funny that someone guessed Kiss because that was I, there, there was a moment where I was like, it kind of sounds like a Peter Chris drum beat. Hmm. I was getting a little bit of a Queen vibe for a second too, for some reason. I don't know why, but there was a there was a few few moments where I was like, kind of sounds like it could be Queen. But I think MPN got it. We'll see if we're right. We have no yeah. idea what it is. Well, I know it wasn't Painkiller by Judas Priest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It sounded like Kiss to me, but uh... all right, let's see. Robbie, what do you think that song was? You got any guesses? Yeah, we do. 
Yeah. Neighbor knocking on the door. <laughs> Show him uh, MPN's guest. Love gun. <laughs> MPN uh, can't get enough of your love, Robbie. Yeah, that's right. That's it? Oh, oh, nice. Exactly. Good what job. does he win? Well, nothing. He, that was just a warm-up. <laughs> does he win a guitar setup? Robbie, you won the zone, man. You played that good. What do you think, other Ron? <laughs> it has, it has Ron look. Which, which Ron? Did, uh, where? <laughs> top, top Ron. Look, he looks Ron. Uh, neither one of us is right, apparently. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's so weird. Yeah. Robbie, you nailed that one. You, were, you actually played the swing beat nice. It was good. I appreciate that. Yeah, it was... Oh, I started playing drums a long time ago. My friend was like, play Bad Company. So that's what I started doing. Went on a... Wait a minute. How many Rons are we getting? How many Rons are in the on the show tonight? You're going to have five. <laughs> that's so weird. <laughs> oh, well. That guitar is so yellow. I don't know if it's the light in the room. It's, it's the light. It's so yellow. Yeah, it's the light. Yeah, because this is the black one, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a I have a free pickup um, Black Beauty. There you um, go. All right. This one's this one's for the prize. All right. You ready? Luck, oh everyone. my gosh. Okay. <laughs> I just do a Play Detroit Rock City. Ron near Ron far. <laughs> I can't help. <laughs> Thank Comcast for all that. Oh. Oh my goodness. Wow. <laughs> Maybe there'll be five of me and all right. Right on. Oh, so which Ron signs these shims? <laughs> oh, <laughs> there's two of them. We got a couple Rons. Yeah. All right. So Robbie's making it back to his drum set. So, uh, are we going to do both? Do you want? Do you want to do both? Both uh, shims, one person. Yeah. Wait, is that a video? <laughs> It looked like he was oh, frozen no. for a second. Oh, no. I actually so never saw that, by the oh. way. I... <laughs> right. Two shims, my one brother Daryl and my other brother Daryl. Two Rons, one shim? <laughs> <laughs> I saw that on the internet years ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know you could do that with a guitar. <laughs> I can do them together and make it work. <laughs> All right. Oh my gosh. Robbie, did you get a haircut all of a sudden? All right. <laughs> oh, he can't hear us. Okay. All right. Robbie, you ready? Oh, he can't hear us at all. That's right. So this is for the winner.
Oh, I know what this is. I have a guess, too. I yeah, I, I have know. a guess, too. First one in the chat, I guess, wins it. Yeah, I won't say a word. Actually, a pretty good segment. Yeah. To do this. Looks <laughs> like he's eating the symbols. We can play music along with him, actually. Thank you very much. <laughs> Love you all. Computer. Wake up, Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I think somebody got it, but somebody got it first. Oklahoma. That's pretty cool. This is actually a cool. Uh, I like that. He was playing good. Yeah, and I do see my uh, what I thought it was in the chat, and I think Rich. Well, I think you know we, what it was. So it's weird. Is so my guess was wrong, but for some reason, at one point, I thought he was playing "Come On and Dance." The um, is that Steve Miller? Yeah. Like whoa. Dun, dun, dun. Maybe he was. I don't know. Sorry, but I think I think the guesses are right in the chat. Yeah, we'll see what he says. Because I I thought, yeah, I see it a, at least three times of of what I thought it was. Belly jiggling song. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> the shim boogie. <laughs> oh wow. Okay. Yeah, guesses in the chat. See what you guys think. And then uh yeah, we're just a couple minutes away. I mean technically, yeah, we do you know, three hours. I mean, so we're a few away. Yeah, I don't know what happened to Robbie. I mean, he's... I'm right here. Oh, you're right. Oh, <laughs> we don't see you. There he be. Oh, sorry. What do you mean I'm right here? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
I forgot to move the camera back. <laughs> All right. All right. So how do we want to do this, Ron? Do you want to do send it's both up, to the front one? It's up to you. They can just send you their address or, or two? You it to me. You want to do two or shim each? Because I, I do see two people I think got it. All right. That's fine. In the in the chat. Okay. What, Robbie. Oh, you want to see the guesses or you can you can see that. Okay, yeah, they're, ge- they're guessing belly jiggling song or run to the hills, the shim boogie, my Sharona, <laughs> wake up Oklahoma. <laughs> uh, let's let's go to where the where are the top ones. Um, <laughs> let's see. Was wait X Y Z Y Y. I don't know. Or, or YYZ, okay. Rock and roll all night. <laughs> Turn off the lights. <laughs> STP. A little too heavy to be Roxanne, I think. Um, okay, 40 Grit says somebody get me a doctor. 40 that, Grit wins. That's yeah. what my guess was, yeah. So. I love that song, man. I just love it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, even MP- MPN says that 40 Grit got it. So, okay. All right. You want to spin for the second one? Sure, we can. Okay. Okay, spin for the second one. Okay, it's a good thing I didn't shut the window. Yeah, because we got 63 entries. Here we go. Type Robbie. In- <laughs> You're rocking, man. Yeah. I love that song, man. Okay, Robbie, do you want to do the drum fill for the <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Maybe get I'll do the I'll do the sound plate fill. Get, get, all right, do a sound plate fill for for this. Okay, this is for the next shim. Okay. Compliments of of Ron. We've had several Rons here tonight. One of the Rons. Wait a minute. That I want to clarify. This doesn't mean I'm not. This isn't anything about uh, transgender shim. This is just get Floyd Rose shims. Okay, right on. Right on. All right. Mike says spin it. Okay, you ready? Yep. Here we go. Okay, and the winner is for a shim, Zach Thong. <laughs> and Zach says win, so he's here. Zach, do you want a shim? <laughs> <laughs> He'll probably take a shim, I think. Okay, so who was who was the first winner? Forty grit, right? Forty yep. grit, yeah. Forty grit shim. Zach Thong Shim. Okay. Oh, he says spin. He says spin again. Okay. The the sound plates are still ringing. <laughs> this is so weird. All right, so Zach says spin again. So we're gonna go again. This again. This is for a Shim. Oh, but Forty Grit says send mine to Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Woo! Hey, Dane in here. He could probably use one. <laughs> Okay. Does anybody actually want a shim? <laughs> well, 
Zach says spin again. So so we're gonna spin again. Here we go. Ready? Yep. Ready for the, the mallet? Here we go. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, so we have a shim going to or Orgor Lord fifty one fifty. Ogrelord5150, you win a shim, so you need to text me. Where is my phone number? Where's the Saturday night one? I think is it that one? There we go. 415-952-3263. Text. All right. So which one is that? That's for uh the the Zach one? And then 40 grit. You want yours, right? He says send it to Robbie. I don't know if. Were you joking? <laughs> I don't know. I'll take the forlorn shim from the Nazi ha shim hater. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> 40 grit shim. Oh, wait. I already put his name in there. Okay. You must not have no fun. <laughs> Ogre right. Lord 5150 shim. All right. There we go. All right. Oh, no, he does say send it to Robbie. All right, so Robbie wins, I guess. There you go, Rob. Ooh. I'm going to celebrate. I'm going to go see my housekeeper. I'm Which going one? to the housekeeper now. Which one you want? <laughs> Which housekeeper? Oh, with Shim. I don't care. They're both the same. Well, yeah, okay. <laughs> Wow. Okay. So, hey, thanks for letting me play the drums, Johnny. How did it sound? Pretty good. Sounded great. Yeah. It was loud. Wow, you woke up song. you woke up somebody's neighbor in Sacramento. <laughs> yeah, but there's nobody knocking on my door. Of course, we are all armed here in Oklahoma. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I apologize to anybody out there that was looking forward to me singing Elvis, but you can't see the Elvis video on my channel. You want to put that link up, Johnny? Yes. I will try. Let me see. Where is that? Um, yeah, and Ron. Which Ron are you, actually? We've had several Rons here tonight. Do, do you have any? Do you do you have any any links you want us to to share out? Uh, no, not now. I'm I'm actually going to start uh, one on guitars. <clears throat> okay. Because the one I have now is just was was uh my shooting stuff, and I've not I've got out of that my back started hurting, and it hasn't been updated in probably three years. So. Mm-hmm. Mm Okay, let's see. Are you lonesome tonight, that one? That's the one. Yeah, you might want to change that thumbnail, though. I don't... <laughs> Is your heart filled with pain? Although it does look like you're singing. Back so. again? Tell me, dear, are you lonesome there we go. Hmm. There we go. Check out Robbie's version of Are You Lonesome Tonight. that noise 
I probably would have pushed it, but I didn't see Lori in the chat. If I saw Lori, I would have done it. I would have said, oh, I'm singing right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do Elvis voices a long time ago. Live in the now, Ron. <laughs> There's plenty of shims that you could disgracefully remove. <laughs> Well, I'm glad they're going. I, I, I'm glad one of them is going to someone who uh, will treat it right. <laughs> oh yeah. Yes. Very awesome. Okay. All right. Yeah. So I guess that that's going to Robbie, and then uh, okay. You guys, thank you so much. Thank yeah. You for, for thank you. Out. Rich. Awesomeness, and we'll see you again here. I'm sure. Um, yep. but, uh, again, next Nam show would love to get together. If oh yeah. That's possible. No, I definitely want to go. Awesome. Awesome. Hey, and Ron come to Ohio, get a hold of me. Oh, that would be so fun. Yes. Everybody gets to crash in Ron's basement. <laughs> Ron's house of Jackson. <laughs> or should we should refer to uh house offender actually. <laughs> you want, you want me to sign this Robbie? <laughs> sure, go ahead, man. Yeah, right on. I'll sign it, Leo Leo Jackson, <laughs> or Grover Fender. <laughs> awesome. Have to take some acetone to that, huh? Awesome. Well, hey, thank you so much. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, channel yeah. members. Thank you for your continued support for this channel and these shows. And tune in tomorrow night for uh, the uh, what do I call it? Guitar ASMR. That's where I, I play the guitar and we hang out and uh, it's fun. So tune in tomorrow. And again, this Tuesday, OU81 Tuesdays, right here, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific. I'll be giving away the uh, the signed uh, Steve Rosen, Niels Lozauer uh, card. Well, while we talk all things Van Halen, there it is. So tune in this Tuesday for your chance to win this. That's OU81 uh, Tuesday. OU81 Tuesdays right here on Johnny Bean TV. All right. Thank we're out of here. Thank you. Thank you so much. And, yeah, don't hang up yet, you guys. We'll say goodbye. Thank you, everybody, for watching. I'll see you guys tomorrow night. Make sure to like, share, and subscribe. We're almost to 10K subscribers. So please subscribe to the channel. It's only been 17 years. Get to the of, chopper. Of Get quantity chopper content. Now. All right. Where's my housekeeper? I want the housekeeper. <laughs> All right. We're, we're leaving. Good night, All everybody. Bye-bye. Right. Hey, this is Ricky Rocket, and you're watching my buddy Johnny Bean right here on his channel. <laughs>